Jacob is sad today, but nice to meet you. Hello. Also, Zachary Sewell I'm... has yet to change his name. Oh, damn it. Just saying. Hi, I'm Ray. And on that yeah. note. <laughs> yeah, that was a very sad note. So we have um, a lot to talk about today. Sit back, grab your popcorn, get a nice drink, preferably alcohol, and let's have a good time. Okay. Because we have like a lot to talk about. Like we're even talking for a long time. Like mm-hmm. this is going to be a long podcast. Just be prepared. Also, for anybody who's curious about WandaVision, it's at the very end, so you just need to just just use that line and just. Till the very end, oh, Zachary. Well, oh, oh, okay. This is my podcast now. I am here to, um, um, I don't know. I guess we can get started. Let's talk about The Last of Us. Sure. The Last of Us, if you guys cannot tell, it's like one of my favorite video games of all time. And we are getting together our cast. We have two casting announcements now. Last time, our own last podcast, we had a breaking news of um, Ellie being cast. She is being cast as the... Someone from Game of Thrones. Oh, I can't remember her name. Let me look it up real fast since I obviously have time since my, my brother dropped out on me. I'm not really sure why, but he's not here. So The Last of Us is going to be an HBO um, proper TV show, which means it's going to premiere both on HBO and HBO Max, but it's going to get the same time stuff as HBO and stuff. Um, oh, gosh. Uh, oh, 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 boy. Hang on. I'm here. But I'm okay. Just, just shh. I'm talking. So Bella Ramsey was was announced as Ellie, and then uh, Pedro Pascal is announced as. Oh my God, his face just popped up and it scared the crap out of me. And um, as Joel Miller. So um, you can find. Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey on Game of Thrones. As literally, I think that's the only thing she's been in. She's a very big activist. I know that very much. Um, so I think that's what takes up most of her time. Um, and then, so if you guys don't know the story of Joel and Ellie, it's set 30 years after a world pandemic, essentially, where fungus took over and they make fungi creatures. It's it's much more interesting than what I'm describing right now. Ellie ends up getting infected, and she ends up being the cure, and Joe has to go across country to save her in, Amer- in the world itself. And uh, shenanigans happens. There's a controversial second game. Um, so there's that, which I have known that they are planning on adapting as well. Because in the first game, she's 13, but in the second game, she's 19. Um, so... Who knows? But that's that's all we got there. Zachary, how do you I mean, I guess you really don't care, essentially. Right? I'm excited. I'm not wrong. Um Yeah, you're not wrong. But uh, you know, it's a new show. We'll get something out of it. Listen, I just want to explain myself for a second. I was trying to, you know, to, to, to not go off your beautiful topic there. I was doing my best to, you know, rearrange my stuff a little bit because my bars weren't exactly the best where they were currently. So I was trying to switch it up a little bit. And I completely forgot that all three of the connecting plugs for both my audio and my visual were next to the power cord. So I was like, yank, yank, yank. And that just continued down that spiral of things and stuff. And so, yeah, uh, I did change my name, though. 
You, oh, hold on. Let's go. Let's go to the name ones. Uh, oh, let me take this. Oh, oh, he is just Ray, guys. He is just Ray. Uh, monumental moments, I tell you. Monumental moments. So, also, here's the thing. I am just Ray. We're gonna talk about it now. Um, for the reception of Joel, it's been amazing. A lot of people think Pedro Pascal is gonna be a phenomenal. We've talked about this before. The Last of Us is a rather white thing. Um, they tried to update that with the second game. There is a main character that is of who is black in the first game. There's actually a few main characters that you meet, but they're side characters, not full-on stories type of thing. So race bending, Joel, is not a bad idea. Um, race bending Ellie wouldn't have been a bad idea, so I'm not really mad. I don't I'm not a huge fan of Pedro Pascal. He's never blown me away with an acting performance. Um I think he did very well in Wonder Woman. Um, but I agree with Zachary's a little saney. So yeah, you gotta be in for that. And I think his voice reading for Mandalorian has always been poor. So I've never been blown away by any of that. Um, I think he was always the weakest part to me. So like when they're like, oh, he might be leaving. And I, was, I wasn't exactly going over here like, oh no, he's leaving. I was more worried. Does that mean Grogu's going to be leaving? Because I don't want Grogu to leave. And then they kick Grogu out of the TV show. So there's that, you know, stupid Mandos. I get it. It's called the Mandalorian. It's not actually about Baby Yoda, but it should be about Baby Yoda. That was their fault. Now, with Bella Ramsey, on the other hand, as Ellie, I, I was a little bit taken back. Um, she wasn't our her first choice. She wasn't our second choice. She wasn't even our fifth choice. Uh, she was, like, I don't think a choice. <laughs> so I'm just really hoping that this isn't a stunt casting where HBO is like, oh, we're going to hire in-house talent because she's already worked for the brand before, and that's mm -hmm. what's going to happen here. And that people are like, Caitlin Denver, who is a phenomenal actress, who would have done a phenomenal job. She is a little bit too old for it, and so maybe an aged-up Ellie or something would have been better. Or even um, the little girl from Gifted, who's now older, uh, McKenna Grace, I think would also have done a phenomenal job. She's a little too petite, in my opinion, for the role. So I'm excited. The fan posters and stuff that have been coming out for them is really nice. We can't do anything about it, because everybody wanted uh, Nikolai... Whatever his face is, um, also from Game of Thrones, to play Joel. To play Joel, uh, you know, um, I know you're talking about Lannister, the other Lannister, not Hand Guy. Hand Guy, yeah, I can't think of his name. I'm so sorry, Jamie. Jamie, Jamie. got there. We, we got there. Um, you mentioned McKenna Grace. You know who I think she'd be great for? She, it'd be a small role. Joel's physical daughter. That is true. Um, I have a feeling because Joel's physical daughter. Kind of needs to fit with they just you know Pedro Pascal is not white. I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're going to obviously have to change that as well. There's other characters like um we have Ellie's little Ellie's friend that she ends up going you know her the the controversial first kiss <laughs> making a main character a lesbian. This was that game. <laughs> so like there's other things here. I mean this game will either be a huge thing or it's going to be a really really bad thing. And all it makes me want to do is play The Last of Us over and over again. So, like, that's just not helping me. Either. What I have now determined is that with any, I now consider HBO a Warner property. So anything that Warner Media does with their trailers to me ultimately determines how well fans go over with their stuff. If we can judge the last two trailers that Warner Brothers has put out, um, they can, can usually... Sorry, side note. I, I happen to get stuck on Ellie's face. Look how beautiful that is. That's the Sony PlayStation for you every I, time. 
I know, I know. That's why I'm a PlayStation person now. It happened. I did that. He, uh, the last of us did that. Don't even claim that as your own. I helped. Naughty Dog did I had, that. Um, I had the I system so you could play it. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you helped. That just means you were convenient. <laughs> okay. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah, I don't know. Um, we'll see. We'll see. We won't see anything for this probably till next year, right? Uh, yeah. So they're getting cast together. They have the main director. It's gonna be one director throughout the whole series, or at least the first season. It's gonna be that way, kind of like True Detective. It's gonna mean one main writer as well throughout the whole whole first season to make it seem like it's an, like an eight hour movie, which worked for True Detective. It worked for Stranger Things. I have a feeling it will also work for this. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Currently, right now, it is a two arc, two game arc story. Sure. Do you think with it being a television show now, sure. they can show the progress of Ellie's character between one of two one and two to where we get to oh. her when she's 19? So you never played the second game. Um you know I watched. Kinda watch bits and pieces of it. They the whole arc is there. It's just in the second game. It's just scattered. Um, and so that's what's going to be the interesting part is how they decide to tell the story. If it's going to be more linear or it's going to be much more scatterbrained. The first game is very like linear. It's a straight path forward. Can't go anything wrong. The second game, the first season, if we're doing these based off of games or whatever, the first season could be eight episodes and it could get up to the point. I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't know how they're going to do Last of Us Part 2 because of the characters and stuff. Well, the I'm other not... reason I bring this, the other reason I bring this up is because um, the Last of Us is the only one that has the DLC with it, which is you know, and what's they could it called do that. Um, oh my, why did you have to ask that question, Zachary? That is because I'm wondering if that could be like you know how HBO Max is doing these specials for like Euphoria and stuff. That could be like a specials kind of thing for HBO Max if they wanted to. Curious. Um, if they're going to be very forthcoming, I can't I can't find the title. I'm sorry, it's just not happening today. I, I would be very curious to see how they're gonna handle this if the DLC is gonna come before the last of us, like that's gonna be part of the pilot is mm-hmm. her and it's gonna go back and forth between her and Joel instead of just following Joel. Um Ooh, I don't I don't yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I would feel about it. I'm not entirely sure. Um, to be honest with you, uh, the first game at least, the second game, I feel like a lot of people are like, Oh, you want to take liberties? Let's go take liberties because a lot of people have a lot of mixed reactions and stuff to it. The first game was a pretty solid, everybody kind of likes it the way it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think if the liberties are taken, it won't be until the stories progress. Also, the next question is if this is a major hit and they get past the video games that's where that's where neil Druckmann would come in because what if say that this well, say, say the show will say say the show does do well and you know they, they get past the games what if now i know you're gonna hate this and unfortunately most playstation fans will hate this but what if neil decides that what they want to take the story forward with is not really game based and it's just strictly story they could technically continue the story of the last of us through the show then instead of making a part three well 
here's also the thing. The Last of Us Part 2 was being developed when The Last of Us Part 1 got, did. Like, they sat down at a, at a restaurant two months after they stopped filming Last of Us Left Behind. That's the DLC. As soon as they stopped filming that, Neil sat down and was like, alright, here's my plan. And they've been working on it for, like, however many years. So that could be the case right now. Now, a lot of people don't actually, there's some people who think it should go on. There's also other people who believe this is a two-game thing. We put our characters through enough hell. If we come back to it, we should start over with a new cast of characters. A lot of people also believe that Last of Us Part Two shouldn't actually have been centered around Ellie and Joel. It should have been centered around a different community inside this outbreak, seeing something else that's more interesting. A lot of people also agree that there should be a DLC talking about Ellie's mom because she is a side character in notes, not so much in... The video game. There's a lot to, to that they could go through here. I mean, is what I'm trying to say. There's a lot of things that they could evolve. A lot of characters that are a little bit more one-noted because it's a video game and you're very centric to the story. Ellie and Joel are fleshed-out characters. Everybody else around them are there for plot device. I'll admit it. I mean, Abby, I would say, also is a really well-fleshed-out character. I'm sure that's going to give me some hate on the internet, but it's fine. Um... But that's my opinion. But Abby, Joel, and Ellie are the only three I can class like very clearly say these are the characters that you know. Because like Dina was there for her purpose. Like there was, n- they didn't have any arcs. I don't know. Yeah, there's things to do. I think the well, first season should be eight episodes, and I do wonder if the second season should be longer, unless they're going to cut it off at a certain point, which I do have a point where they could cut it off and make sense. Well, I, now I'm thinking you just brought up a, a point there. You know, whether people like her or not, Abby stood out in the entire game. I mean, she was there for the death of Joel. And exactly, we're not played her. Oh, Jake. I, I was just, talking I, around things. I don't Could I, you not tell that, me that? Didn't you that not see is, that? That is the most everyone knows thing. Not everyone knows. You know what? This is happening right now, and we're just going to do it. We watched a movie a couple days a couple days ago, and you were spoiling things left and right, left and right, and you didn't give a hoot when we were talking about it then. What are we talking about? The prom. I wasn't spoiling things for the prom. I was singing with the songs in the prom, dancing, having a good time, wasn't spoiling anything. We talked about something a while ago, and you were spoiling things about that, too. You get on me all the time for the spoiling nonsense, and at this point... Well, these conversations, do we have to... It's a conversation that needs to be brought... We we are a movie podcast, Jake. At this point, we... I'm going to Amazon real fast. Why? Oh, no reason. We are a movie podcast. We talk about things... As if you have watched it with us or you've seen it before. And therefore, we should be able to openly discuss things involving story, characters, and plot to get points across. It shouldn't be a like of where, you know, it'd be like me talking about, you know, the Wicked Witch of the West dies at the end of Wizard of Oz. That is an 85-year-old film. That is an 85-year-old film. At this point, if you have not seen The Wizard of Oz... Too bad for you. You took the chance and watched our show. Well, I think we have two different opinions about this. But it takes away from discussion. 
it doesn't really take away from the discussion. The first Lost was TV show, the when it starts, it's not gonna have anything to do with any of that. But how can we not how can we talk about the last of us not bringing up some character points for characters? We have to bring up Joel, and there are character points about Joel we have to bring up. I I don't know. This is something that you and I have discussed ever since the show has started. And I know from from your point of view, I'm a walking spoiler. And you know, in some cases, I very much am. But there are certain films, certain TV shows, certain video games that have passed the point of we can talk about it now. I should feel comfortable talking about Endgame without you going, spoiler there, Zach. At that, it's a $3 billion film. Everyone on planet Earth and Mars has seen it. You're talking about the 1% of 1% of 1% of people that I'm going to be honest with you probably aren't watching our show. And we should be able to talk to the crowd as if they've already seen it. Because I get, with Endgame specifically, we've seen, we've talked about it a lot. And so, or if I bring up a random spoiler about DuckTales, you know, I don't, I don't know. It's just something that's been, it's something that's in my heart that I feel as though if we talk about, especially a game that's, The Last of Us is old. It's an old game. If you wanted to play it, you should be able to play it. I'm all for that. However, in this scenario, you love The Last of Us. I watched you play The Last of Us. We know what happens. And there are people that watch our show have watched who have played it. But they have had but they had they've had time to experience it, time to watch it. So at a certain point there, there I feel as though there are just certain material that has been conveyed to the audiences that they really wanted to play it, really wanted to watch it. They could have. That's just me. And I know that you're the exact opposite. So therefore, I have the right to shut up right now and you give your side of this discussion. You I listen to me. Said. Yes, you do. I think you're wrong. That's but, my side. No, that's not that's not a side. That's just an easy way of counting out the talk. What's your opinion on it? I think you should always give the benefit of the doubt that someone hasn't seen something. So why are you going around spoiling everything? Yes. Okay. I think, sure. If you want to spoil DuckTales, tell me all the spoilers, Zachary. It's a kid's television show. If anybody's really sitting here watching this and like, oh my god, I can't believe you spoiled DuckTales. That's a problem. Okay? I Oops. agree. Avengers Endgame. No, whoa, I'm agreeing whoa, 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 with you. I'm agreeing with you. Okay. Hey, by the way, there's a hardcore DuckTales fan base. You leave them alone. Do you want me on your side or do you want me not on your side? Because there's a hardcore DuckTales fan base and you shouldn't be spelling any spoilers. Because maybe they haven't seen it yet. And maybe they're just going through it. And then you just ruined something huge for them. How rude of you. What a rude person. Do you understand my point here? Avengers Endgame, yeah, yeah, we can talk full spoilers. Okay, I've admitted that. I've moved on from that. That's such an old thing. The only time so I was the last of us. The only time I've never allowed you to talk about Avengers Endgame spoilers freely, like full on freely, okay, is when we watched the movie because I didn't want to talk about things that don't happen that didn't happen yet. It's like when we watched Malcolm Marie on Tuesday. If I sit there and tell you every little detail, every little twist and surprise before it happened, you how you know how annoying that is. 
Do you understand how annoying? It's like when you laugh 10 seconds beforehand before a joke I haven't heard. It's the most annoying thing in the world. That's fair. That's but, then, but, but, then, but then you just brought up what my, one of my points in that you just said, Endgame is old. Every film that you and I talk about that's not coming out in 2021 is an old movie. Therefore, everyone has a chance to watch movie. it. Yes, it is. Sonic the Hedgehog is an old movie. It is it is from last year in March. Okay. It is an old movie. What's your what's your point about Sonic the Hedgehog? I should be able to freely talk about Sonic the Hedgehog without every, a, anyone complaining about me saying anything about it. It's a year old. You have the right to go watch it. and uh, It's uh, free now. Did someone complain to no. you about Sonic the Hedgehog? No, but it's like a, a personal thing? <laughs> no. <laughs> this is kind of personal. No. Out. Hold no. On. Hold on. It is a, Hold on. Don't. No. Since he gave me this platform now, I might as well I just do it. it. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm using Sonic the Hedgehog as an example. Or onward. Or, you know what? We can now do this now with it, too. Soul. Soul came out in November. We are now in we are now in February. You have had four months to watch Soul. Granted, neither of us have watched Soul. But you have had four months to watch Soul. If you and I both have watched Soul, and for some reason Soul got brought up, and one of us said, you know, the blue one goes kapoof. <laughs> and, you know, we couldn't say, spoilers there, pal. It they. It's been four months since the film came out. Therefore, you've had your chance to watch it. Exactly. This should be an open place for anyone to discuss film. Exactly. Yeah. It's um Camelot, right? Two Camelot. Don't don't, don't tell your address on the internet. Oh, I mean, it's Camelot, (laughs) Florida. (laughs) Why? Jacob, why? <laughs> no reason. You're on Amazon. What are you doing? <laughs> I'll show you what it's bought. What are you just <laughs> What are you sending to me? <laughs> That's my better question. <laughs> what... <laughs> I'm taking care of this problem. <laughs> if you send me a spoiler button, I'm going to be really mad. Hey. This is now officially a gag on the show. Whatever you sent me is going to be shown on this show. Well, this is what I expect you to wear every time we do the show. This is this new costume. You bought me a spoiler shirt? <laughs> okay, so it, it will be there on February 25th, which is this Thursday. This is a real thing? You really just bought that? <laughs> Wait a minute. You just really... This, this is commitment. <laughs> So I'm gonna show you your shirt now. <laughs> um, I wasn't sure your size, so I just got extra large, and I just hope for the best. Sure, that's fine. <laughs> so I got it in black because I figured you didn't want any of these other colors. So I, I don't mind. A, I don't mind a good red. <laughs> well, you got it in black, so sorry oh my about gosh, your. I can't believe you did this. <laughs> Okay. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. Zachary now has a t-shirt being delivered to his front door. <laughs> hey, Jacob, can I ask you a question? A genuine, genuine question. Sure. How much was this, and was it worth the joke? 
It was. Yeah, I paid twenty dollars for it. Worth the joke. <laughs> you could rent that- a movie. You could go buy lunch. Instead, <laughs> you bought me a shirt. And its defense as well. I do love how Walking Dead pops up with all of this. That's pretty great. Oh my god. Oh, oh, I need to buy this. Look at this one. Oh no, this is. I'm gonna get off here. I'm gonna get off here. But you just have to. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is not what this is chilling. It's okay. I clicked X. It just. Oh. But do you understand? But my 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 just, my, just my, name? Know that it's gonna... my main thing I want to get with you is that. Oh my gosh, we are moving forward. No, I. I... I need to know. I need to know. Yes, we have so many things to talk about, Zach. Right? Yes. Well, you it know can be what? A behind the scenes conversation. I don't care. This is not behind the scenes. If that's what you're about to say, this is straight up on the scene. That is. So, you're, so the main thing I want to understand from your point of view is that if I brought up a spoiler about the Wizard of Oz, you can you would consider that a spoiler alert. Well, I have a question that's for all, you. Yes. No, no, no. I, I, I have a genuine question. Can yes. I ask a genuine question? Yes. Would you say a spoiler from Wizard of Oz is not a spoiler? For an 85-year-old film at this point, no. No, 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 no. Exclude the time. Exclude the time period. Exclude whatever. Would you not say a spoiler for Wizard of Oz is a spoiler? What is the definition yes. of a spoiler? You've mentioned something. When you that's say been, something that happens, that's been shown. Something, yeah, exactly. So, for instance, for instance, if I came in here and I knew spoilers from the finale of Wandavision, okay, hasn't even that's aired totally yet. Totally, but different. I just kept telling you and kept telling. You that's totally different. I'm talking about things that have come out already. Wouldn't you be kind of mad at me? Yeah, but that, that'd be a dick move. What I'm talking about things that already come saying, out in the past. It works the same way. Yeah, but that's also a dick move because some people have never seen that. And then you just spoiled that for them, which makes it unenjoyable. For instance, if I would have told you what's in the box for seven before you saw seven, you would think that was a dick move. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Okay, so how old is seven? When is seven now? Let's, let's look no, it up. This podcast no, 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 no. You're going, no, in, you're going this into podcast, it. Let's look it up. I'm looking it up. Seven the movie podcast, came in 1995. That is as old as you are. So technically, 25. if I would have told you... Yeah, see, he's old. If I would have told you... Straight with the king. If I would have told you... Just kidding. That's a very sad joke. I feel really bad about saying it. I take it back. If I would have told you what happened in seven, you technically couldn't be mad at me. Because it's 25 years old, considering your prelimas. So if I get mad at you for spoiling Sonic the fucking Hedgehog, which is not, not even a fucking year old yet, see, you can't use, oh, it's 85 years old. The Last of Us Part 2 has not even been out for, like, 10 months. But this is a movie podcast. We should be able to openly talk about film, whether it's been out for a year or three years. I am moving on. I am moving on. I am moving the fuck on. Fine. Captain Marvel. Tell me all the spoilers from Captain Marvel. Make your feel make yourself feel better. Go. I want to know everything. Every tiny little spoiler. All the details. Explain. Yeah, can we t- no, I'm good. 
Now you're just no, doing no, no, it to no, be no, a jerk. No, this is what you want to do. I am. Do it. No. We can't talk about Captain Marvel 2 unless you've seen Captain Marvel 1. So might as well explain right. the whole film so you don't have to. So go ahead. Because we can't talk about the character arcs unless you know exactly what happened. So go ahead. Please. I beg of you. Tell me what happened in Captain Marvel. I'm fascinated with who they've casted in the villain role for Captain Marvel 2. Um... It makes me question of how what they're going to be doing with Captain Marvel 2 now. Now we know certain things from WandaVision, which we will get to later. I am very curious to see what they do. Um, if this anything is set up for Captain Marvel 2 within WandaVision. I am now in the aspect of where I think Carol is going to be showing up in WandaVision at some point, in some way, shape, or form. Um, either to be an end credit scene for the series leading into Captain Marvel 2, Secret Invasion. I think they might, if this if this comes out prior to Captain to Captain Marvel 2, they might set up her villain in Secret Invasion. Um, which by the way, I am now on the camp of Reed Richards. If we get Reed Richards at all on Disney Plus, it'll be Secret Invasion over WandaVision now. I think it fits him better with the Scrolls aspect. And so I think we might establish her villain with things. I don't know when Secret Invasion is supposed to come out. I don't know if it's 2021 or 2022. I could be wrong in thinking 2022, but I don't know if they gave it a, a year yet. Um, they didn't give it a year. Okay, but but I'm also excited because it's a female villain, and we haven't had we haven't had one of those since Hela and Thor. So and she was really cool. So I'm all for this. But to be on the complete other side of this conversation. I am not the biggest fan of Captain Marvel 1. Uh, it's my, honestly, it's in my top four least favorite uh, MCU movies. And it's not, and before anybody jumps down my throat because it's a woman, no. I just genuinely think that they didn't really um, give Carol or Brie Larson a lot to do with her solo movie. And I honestly thought that Brie was kind of stuttered in the role when we first meet her. She's funny in certain parts. But she doesn't give a lot of emotion, and it and it can kind of conveys over into Infinity War and Endgame for me. Uh, well, Endgame specifically. Uh, however, I am I am curious to see Carol in a modern time. And Marvel, don't get rid of her haircut. Her haircut's dope in Endgame. Don't get rid of it. I I, like I, it. I love the way that, that, that that's my ideal look for Carol. So please keep it. Um, but the, obviously. When we, Monica will be the probably the biggest aspect of Captain Marvel 2. It'll be cool seeing the dynamic between Monica and Carol post, you know, what happened in Endgame. And, you know, I'm excited to see what they do with that. So I got my hopes for Marvel 2. I got my hopes. But um, we'll see what happens. Jacob, your thoughts. Um, yeah, no, I think it's cool. Oh, I got no opinions, no speculation, nothing. No, nope, don't got thing. Okay, I'm also going on the record now saying I'm sorry that I brought up the whole spoiler nonsense. No, 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 no. I brought a t shirt out of it. You know, no, you don't. No, you did, and it's a funny shirt, and I'll be wearing it every time we do a commentary. But, um, we should be able to speculate and have fun on this show whether you have seen or not seen the movie. And I will do my best to not do that because you are also right in the fact that, yes, a film came out 85 years ago, but it's not fair of me to say anything about that movie until you've seen it. So, therefore, I apologize and you are on the right in this one. 
We haven't. I think everybody's in their own personal opinion. So that's what you feel. That's what you feel. You shouldn't have to apologize for what you feel, Zachary. So now that we're past all of that, I still don't have an opinion. Well, that's just great. (laughs) This is weird. So, Fever Lair Bridge and uh, Donald Glover are rebooting Mr. and Mrs. Smith, which if you don't know what Mr. and Mr. And Smith is, I'm not going to full out tell you what it's about because it's a phenomenal film, and I think you should go into it a little bit blind. It is an older film, so I mean, <laughs> if I would spoil it, I guess it wouldn't matter, but yeah, I'm going to use that one for a while. <laughs> I'm just going to put that one out there. But it, it is what started the love child between Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie while Brad Pitt was infamously dating and i think partially maybe possibly engaged to jennifer aniston even though he did cheat with her on the set with angelina jolie on the set mr and mrs smith this is all proven logic so this is what started that love child um for hollywood this is that movie and now we're getting a fever who bridge and donald glover love child it's gonna be interesting it's also a tv show which i kind of like a little bit better because there's more room to explore the different agencies and different like and go on several more missions and it's not going to be so much centric around them and then they can come back it could be like a full arcing story which would be nice um yeah i don't know theoraller bridge is a phenomenal writer don glover is a phenomenal writer so i'm curious to see what you happen when you mesh them together and you make a little brainchild i'm curious I have no opinions on this subject. You were more of a fan of the movie than I was. I was. This is um, to me, this was a very... First off, the film, in my opinion, is okay. There are aspects that still hold up to this day. I think some of the action in the movie is really good. However, there, there are points in Hollywood where you just see couples... Well, at that point, not really couples, but you know what I mean. Couples doing films together just for the sake of saying, hey, we did a movie together. And... You know, that's one of them. It's a weird movie to say, hey, look, this is how the relationship started. We were agents that killed each other. And I'm like, sure. I love it. It's like one of my favorite tropes. Oh, I know. Like, I mean, seriously. Listen, one of Jake's favorite films of all time, still boggles my mind to this day, is the good old Tom Cruise Cameron Diaz film, Night and Day. (laughs) We have to watch Night and Day. We really do. I I need need to genuinely know what about that movie appeases you? Yeah, you can get so annoyed with me because I say every line. I don't get it. <laughs> I love that film. It's one of my favorite films of all time. The action but is it's, phenomenal. But, the acting is a, great. But it's a generic action movie. There, there's nothing, nothing unique about it. <laughs> okay, you just have to watch it again, and then you'll understand the uniqueness, okay? Okay? Sure, okay. Okay. I should make you watch that in Friends with Benefits. Oh, no, I love Friends with Benefits. But it's a unique wrong. It's 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 a typical rom com. Of course they're gonna. Of course something's gonna happen in the end. Yeah, but that's a good movie. So speaking <laughs> of things that are not good. Yeah. Okay. So I know is. what this is, but I didn't know how to bring it up. Yeah. This is weird. Okay. 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 So the only thing I can think of, the uh-huh. only logical answer why we're getting this There's for no any amount of time, which is a short amount of time, is it's made for children. Because Jacob. it does kind of have like the animated show or in that type of vibe, like vibe from Cartoon Network. I kind of get it. But if this is supposed to be somewhat, it's supposed to get kids excited for Aquaman 2. 
when they go see Aquaman 2, they're going to be severely disappointed because those iPads don't exist. <laughs> Jacob, I'm telling you right now. I am telling you right now. This is not a kid's show. I don't know what department you think HBO Max is putting this on for children, but this is not a kid's show. No, 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 no. I'm telling you right now, this is going to be a contemporary adult relationship comedy about Aquaman and Mera trying to figure out how to be king and queen of Atlantis and the little disputes they have with the planet with a planet called Earth. I guarantee you that's what this is. Three episodes long. Huh? It's like three episodes long. Exactly my point. It's a three-episode arc of Mera and Arthur's dramatic marriage quality. We this already, is not a kid's show. We already have an amazing Aquaman. He's phenomenal. He makes yeah. me cry. Yeah, but the, we no, don't need this. The, this is a, this is another adult-based Aquaman show because you want to know why Aquaman makes the best adult jokes. Here, I'll 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 I'll, put, I'll try to find an article. I'll see if I can get down to the business. Of if Aqu- it's if it's a kids show and that's the design they went with that, that is a choice. <laughs> what, what should we give Aquaman and Mara? Long, expressive. Eyebrows. Okay. Going over here. Alright. First look at the upcoming Aquaman series. Aquaman. King of Atlantis and it's electric. That's one way to put it. Animation style. <laughs> That's one way to put it. Uh reveal the first look over gross the first one. The second one's gonna come out next year. Um, main series is said to be three episodes long. James Wan, director of the live action film, is on board as executive producer of the main series. The story will follow Arthur Curry as he adopts adapts the beginning of New King Atlantis, a mantle he took on at the end of the live action film. Like, here's the thing if you're gonna make a film about Aquaman and Mira, the design them after Aquaman and Mira for Mira. the movie you make, like, I don't, I don't, and I love that James Wan's a producer and he went, you know what. I love this unique design. Let's go with it. This is not James Wan saying this. Oh. This Listen, do you not remember when Michael Bay directed Transformers and Steven Spielberg was the producer uh, on Transformers? Uh, this is this is Steven Spielberg uh, level producing on Aquaman. Mira, played by Amber Heard in the movie, will also appear in the miniseries, along with Volvo, who played William Phillip. So the actors are coming back to play the miniseries. That's that's interesting. That, that's Wait interesting. a minute. Any mention of our good old boy Arthur? Uh, dude, dude. What if they recast someone new to play Aquaman, but they got back Amber Heard and William fucking the fuck? The pictures that are uh, rain action Atlantis. HBO hopes that Aqua, the first step in flashing on a slave anime content aimed at children. It's aimed at children. I was correct. So this is a kid's show? This is a kid's show. That's that's bad. So imagine being like a six-year-old, watching this at home, getting super duper excited for Aquaman two, and then going and seeing Aquaman two. Me too. No, but here's my thing: James Wan is a horror director. Aquaman one has some horror elements, but it was also lighthearted and funny. There is not going to be any horror elements in this cartoon. They could get to Aquaman two and fully deep dive into the trench, and kids will have no idea what they're prepared for. By the I mean, way, have to hope I guess at that point they've seen the first one. But uh, honestly, if they do not cast Jason Momoa as Aquaman in his own show, it'll just be that better be a joke. Like Arthur, why is your voice so different? Oh, when we get back to the mainland, it'll be it'll, it'll be the same, but in the water, it's very different. I'm just <laughs> it's a little and, more down here. 
and 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 they're doing this. Is every single DC character getting its own ridiculous-looking out-of-the-tune cartoon show to base on their sequel going forward? Like, will we see a really weird Zachary Levi Shazam going into Shazam Two? Like, yeah, what's happening here? Zachary Levi, I think he could pull this off. He could. I don't think they can pull this off. But a James Wan produced Aquaman series based on the events after the first film with one-eyed brown Aquaman and two-eyed brown Mira going, hmm, how do we do this? I don't with understand Amber Heard? I don't understand why they went in full color palette, okay? The wavy hair. And His also, hair's green! Also, he's also kind of white. And, um... Kinda? And, um... Bring up the image again. Oh, but I just, oh, oh, okay. Do you insist? I am. Inside. We're talking about this image. I mean, he he's a little he's a little yellow. That is true. No. We are talking about the image. That's but the image. Here, here, here's my thing. Why is his hair green? Aquaman's hair in the comics, cartoon, anything. He's never had green hair. And that looks nothing like Jason Momoa. Although, although I have to say, if this is HBO slash James Wan nag at Amber Heard, am I making Amber making Mira look like that? I'm not saying it's funny because that'd be really insulting and mean. But I'm not going to say it's not funny because that also would be insulting and mean. Just saying. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I, I, I don't know. Warner Brothers is making some interesting animation decision. Warner Bros. is making interesting there? animation decisions. Oh, it's going back to Velma. Oh, speaking of never... Velma, if Velma's not a lesbian in this new TV show, I swear to God, I'm going to riot. Just playing that out there. Where it's glare. They've made a canon in several different iterations. Why can't now, she be a lesbian? And, 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 and technically candored, she was never a lesbian before she met the gang, so therefore they could technically keep that a secret if they wanted to. It's up to them if they want to, but that's never been brought up until after she started dating. Hold on. Hold on. I want to... I, I I don't, but I also, I also do, if you don't mind. Another tangent. Are you saying that Velma's sexuality only depends on when she's in the group? No, I'm saying no. as she grew up, she was never a lesbian until she met Daphne because like same dude. Same. <laughs> but <laughs> no, I think it took dating Shaggy for her to realize what she really was. Honestly, that's also probably <laughs> not wrong. So <laughs> I'm just saying that'd be a lot for someone. <laughs> You're not wrong. I mean he's this is his dog. So take that as you he talks Will. to his dogs in full conversation. I mean. Just take it as well. Take it as well. Hopefully he's really high and that's why Scooby speaks. Like, I hope. Oh, I see. I can't spoil it. I was going to spoil something, but I, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Whereas I'm, I almost, I almost did it, Zachary. I almost became a you. You know, that's the one explanation. You know, that's the one explanation in Scooby-Doo lore. They have never explained how Scooby could talk to ki- to talk to the kids. And he's been talking to them since they were little children. Like, what happened traumatically to the Scooby-Doo game? Well, I would say that... Because he's, like, he's, he's like the Frosty the Snowman in the situation. Okay. He's like the Frosty the Snowman. You can talk to him, but only if you believe. So what happened to these kids? No. <laughs> no. So what happened to these kids? Sorry. No, I'm just saying, so I'm they... just saying Scooby-Melt. <laughs> 
What happened to these kids? That was so traumatic that they looked all they all looked at this dog and went, "We can tell them our problems, and they'll speak back." Well, Fred's dad was a total dick. Daphne's mom was over controlling. Shaggy was a stoner, even as a child, supposedly. Depends <laughs> on what lore you listen to. Now, Velma obviously is having sexuality issues, not issues, just discoveries. You know, like they're all just like a big gig fucked up. <laughs> and so their and so their way of reaching out to people was through a dog. And looked at the dog, and they're like, "Yep, hey, everybody has their own <laughs> own, own ways of coping." That's the origin story I want to see. All right. <laughs> well, let's talk about the Disney Plus investor day that happened back in the beginning of February. It's February 11th. It's crazy. March is just literally around the corner. Who would have fuck? But it's coming. So, uh, their big headline, their big, big splashy headline, they're up to 94.9 million subscribers, which is only 100 million subscribers lower than Netflix. And you best believe Netflix is freaking the fuck out. Because they're like, oh no. Oh, is there really one out there that could, that could beat us? Yeah, honey. It's Marvel. It's Marvel. That's the way it is. Speaking, we'll talk about WandaVision a little bit later on in this very episode. I'm both in like how she did like statistically like actual view wise and also what we're talking what we're thinking about on division um but a big reason why there's 949.9 subscribers is because it costs so cheap and disney is still losing money by having it cost so cheap their their stocks went lower um and then with the new like jumbo packs that they're putting together in different states and different countries and stuff. Some of them, like Disney Plus itself, can only cost up to like $3 if you do a jumbo pack. And you can do that for, in certain like countries, you can do it for a year. Like you can pay a full year out. And so they're making zero money whatsoever on that plus anything else that they're putting into that pack. And so Disney Plus is both a failure and a success all combined, mushed into one. Um, it's also, I also want to give a huge congratulations to WandaVision for not only being the reason that numbers have spiked for the company, but also being the number one rated TV show in the world across every, any platform. That's a huge thing for them. Not even Mandalorian who's been nominated twice for Emmys and nominations and stuff ever got to that point. So again, that's a huge congratulations to WandaVision, but also I think this is where Disney is going to finally realize that. Yes, they bought Star Wars for $4 billion back in 2011, but Marvel is where Disney truly shines when it comes to this kind of stuff. I think I think, I think they've now realized that Marvel is where their money will be made on Disney+. Plus. It's not going to be Star Wars. Because whether... We only had the Mandalorian. Yes, but, if you, but, but that's what I'm saying. We've had two seasons of Mandalorian, and yet it never hit the ranks of numbers that WandaVision has brought in for Disney+. Plus. Mandalorian never made it to number one rated TV show in the world like WandaVision did. And unlike Star Wars, Marvel is going to be concurrent all the way through April. We end WandaVision, we get the behind the scenes making of special for WandaVision, and that leads right into Falcon and Winter Soldier. That is a full two months worth of content for Marvel, whereas we had a year apart content reveal for Mandalorian. So... If I was uh, Bob Chapek in the situation, I would really look at seeing the strategy of breaking that up because 
if you look at it from a viewer standpoint, it's all about Marvel because of interconnectivity. Like you want to know what's going to be going on going into the next thing. If they continue to do this process with Marvel throughout the entire year and then randomly throw in the Bounty Hunter Boba Fett show at the end of the year, no one's going to watch. And from what I'm gathering from the numbers, people will stick with what's going on with the Marvel show and they won't go to the Boba Fett show because let's think about it from a time-wise point. At that point, it would have been almost a year since we've seen Boba Fett and Mandalorian season two. Whereas at that time frame, we might be in Loki by that point. We'll be over. As a few, we'll be over. But we we, we would be in something else like either either Hawkeye or Miss Marvel at that yeah. point. And as a fan, as a fan, I love Star Wars and Marvel. But of the two, I'm more invested in what's going on the Marvel side at that point because I've been with them throughout the entire year. Whereas I wish Disney would get out of this whole December thing for Star Wars because, yes, Star Wars is a hol- is an event, but it should not be a December event every year. Spread out your Star Wars. I do wonder if it's just so hard, like it just takes so long to produce, and that's the reason why. Even though WandaVision is supposedly had the most visual effects in anything ever produced by Disney. Um, and you can tell. Which- you can kind of tell. I'm not gonna lie. There's 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 a lot there. There's a lot to unpack. Um, we have a long, long unpacking to do today. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't necessarily agree. If I'm being honest with you, I think the problem here is that Marvel is serial, whereas, mm-hmm. um, whereas like Star Wars isn't. Star Wars is serial in a way that. You know, every three years, or every two years, we're supposed to get a new episode. You know, and so you you could get build up the courage, but those episodes weren't that good, so people didn't really get that excited. You know, um, still made a billion dollars, but you know, in Marvel, mm-hmm. like, you know, what I mean, it's still Avengers Endgame, and Episode Nine should have been Avengers Endgame level of a movie. It should have been, and it was not. And so I think that's the main issue. That's why I really like them adding in a timeline and then us being able to figure out where everything goes inside the timeline. The only problem here is it's not a linear timeline because even WandaVision is a part of the linear timeline. The movies yes. are not a part of the linear timeline, except for the example of Captain Marvel, which was a catapult movie between, you know, it was the movie in between getting people excited for Endgame, which is why yeah. we all believe it made a billion dollars, which makes sense, you know. Look but at Black Panther movies, before yeah. Infinity War. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, there's many, many. I think Black Panther was also for other reasons, but yeah, I think it's a good example as well. I, I not not saying it was a bad example. Um, but like Ant Man and the Wasp, that didn't do historical well because it wasn't exactly part of the main timeline. We took a step backwards. Yeah, Star Wars. It's like how many setbacks can I go? Yeah, and it's a problem. And but that's also to me, and I know this is something that you know, excuse my language, that fans of Disney have been bitching and complaining about when it comes to the Star Wars stuff, which is content creator. Look, if if you look at uh, Star Wars as a YouTube side of things, uh, as a content creator, they only focus on going backwards. They never mention a thing about going forwards. The New Republic right now is the farthest we've ever gone, past seven, eight, and nine, and. I love Kathleen Kennedy. She has done many a great thing for Star Wars, whether it be, you know, how she brought it back to Disney, 
And, you know, she has done certain things with certain characters that I'm very, very, very pleased with. And she also produced arguably my favorite Disney era. She's also, you know, gave us Rogue One and Solo, which to me are the strongest films in the Disney era because they are so different from the other ones. But she's too reliant on nostalgia. She will not get away from it. Hence why we're getting a Boba Fett series. But but there's a reason why. I'm the dumbass over here going, I want the Boba Fett series now. Because it's just, it pulls you in. Whereas with Marvel, it's something new every time. There is never the same thing with Marvel. I feel like a series... Speaking of nostalgia, because nostalgia does play a lot of factors into um, Star Wars. I feel like a series like Obi-Wan, whenever that does come out, will do very well for the service. Yes. Um, Absolutely. Or I'm hoping Ahsoka will do really well, but there's no selling if it will or not. Um, you know? So, yeah, I think I think the main problem here is that they, they're just like, they're like Elseworld stories. They're not, mm-hmm. but they're like just, con- they're like its own thing. So, and also having them produce a year apart does not help. I mean, there's a reason why Disney Plus did not grow last year because there was like zero new content on the service. We had a few mm-hmm. new movies here or there, but they weren't great. They're they're actually pretty bad movies. I mean, Disney did to not be honest. really great movies last year. Just the truth. I mean, I didn't watch Soul, so I think Soul might be the only Again, one. Again, that's the big one. <laughs> and also, you do have to remember some of these numbers are brought in through Soul. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's not just WandaVision. Yeah. You put the right content. For instance, we're going to talk about a few other movies that are supposed to be coming out, such as Raya, Cruella, Black Widow, which all have chances to be coming onto the service of Disney I Plus, but I probably think they, paying. I, I thought I thought they announced that the investor thing that Cruella was coming to Disney Plus, that she wasn't going to theater. Yeah. She was one no. of the three. There was no announcements. Oh, I, so so it's just so it's just Pinocchio, Peter Pan, and Wendy, and the other one that they announced are coming on to Disney Plus. Then I'm correct. Yeah, but there's still a chance if they don't want to move it. If they don't want to move it from its main spot, it could do a simultaneous release in theaters and in not. They could also move it. And there's only been one trailer. It's not going to be that big of a deal if they do move it. Um, but I think the only movie that could do really well as a premier access film is Black Widow. But Kevin Feige won't do it. But they're pr- I, I mean, as long as I say my personal opinion, if you want to play it on premier access... I don't really want it. I've been against it from day one just because I really just want her to shine. I want her to have her day. We're at a pandemic. I don't think she's having her day anytime soon. So, um, and I also don't want to wait until 2023 to get started back up again. Yeah. We're already moving forward, so we need to move forward. So do a simultaneous release. Do a, you know, box. Do it, Put it in the box office. Put it outside of the box office. It's going to hurt itself. Yeah. But that way people who want to go see it in theaters can go see it in theaters. And we can see if there's actually money in theaters. Because it does not seem like there is. However, um, I will fight you against this. I don't think Black Widow will. I think if I think of the yeah. two trailers we've gotten for Disney, Cruella will be the closest one to doing it. And also, I think that we're going to find out probably within the next week or so, or by the beginning of March, that Black Widow got moved again. I don't well, think I'm, I'm at, sure at the point... Way. Until April to do anything about it? I'm not really sure. To be I'd rather them do it now than later because right now, as numbers stand, it's still not a good idea to put it out in May. I'm thinking July will be the next month we get for Black Widow. What they're going to have to do is they're just going to have to move everything back. Again. So Black Widow will take Shang-Chi's place. Shang-Chi will take Eternals. Eternals will take 
whatever. But which that sucks everything back. Which to me sucks the most for, specifically for Doctor Strange, because now we have to wait even longer to to to. And Spider-Man Three is part of the story, yes. But for me, it's WandaVision and Doctor Strange. And the fact we have to now wait that much longer to see the conclusion Maybe. of this story from, from this to Doctor Strange sucks. Maybe. Yeah, I agree it sucks. But maybe they won't move it. You know, who knows? It really depends on how well they're doing financially. They might not have a choice. They might be like, we don't have a choice. We have to put it out there. Because you, you just... have to remember that the longer they hold Black Widow, the more money Black Widow is cost. Losing. What's well, losing and it costs. So it's more money Disney's losing because of investors and stuff that paid money to invest into that film. I mean, those investors did believe it was going to be a billion dollars. Um, so hopefully that they're paying people out the right way and not going HBO Max. I, it just but it blows my mind. All right, moving on. Moving. Okay. I'm- I, I have one more thing left to say. It just blows my mind that of all the, but but of all the producers or you know creators over at Disney, Kevin would be the one that be most apprehensive of putting it on Disney Plus. You know, well, he's just like all that. He wants everybody to be. I also have a strong feeling it's because he wants to make sure you understand that, like WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Loki, Hawkeye, those are Disney Plus content. Black Widow is a movie. It's supposed to go into the movie theaters. His whole plan here was not to throw all of Marvel on Disney+. Plus, and so I do think it kind of messes up with what he was trying to do when he decided to make Disney Plus television shows for Marvel, such as WandaVision. You know? Yeah. And so I think that also... The only good part about Black Widow is Black Widow takes place in 2016. I, I, I think that's honestly the biggest reason of why I've been so pro- her going to Disney Plus, and it's it's not to say that the character is bad or anything, but when, when but when you look at the MCU canonical timeline, like you just said, Black Widow takes place prior to the events of Endgame, and you know of of all the movies that, that are coming out this year, of the three of Black Widow, Shang Chi, and Spider Man, Eternals is this year. Eternals is twenty twenty two. Now, we were literally getting a Marvel movie in November, and we're getting a Marvel movie in December. Oh, I did not. Yeah. I, I thought they. I thought they pushed the Eternals. Oh, yeah. But uh, of the four, no offense, but of the four, I'd, I'd, I'd be, I'd, I'd be the happiest staying at home watching Black Widow, of the four. Necessarily agree with that. I think um, I don't necessarily agree, but also that's just because of the fan of me. That's not. I, I do yeah. agree. I mean, I'm not agreeing. Okay, I. I agree on a business side, but I also don't agree. That's why I believe that they should do primary access. Like, and also, by the way, if you do want Black Widow at home, you're going to have to pay the thirty dollars for Raya. They're not going to give you Black Widow if you don't pay the money for Raya. It's just the truth. They're going to be like, "Oh, this was another failure. We're not putting Black Widow on here for free." Wasn't Mulan a failure? Mulan was a failure. Yeah, that's why they're trying Raya. Mm -hmm. But, but. But of all movies to try it with, Raya, though? I would have done Black Widow first over Raya. No offense to Raya. But that's just how I feel. Raya doesn't look like a $30 straight-out well, buy. The they were hoping that it would be a 30 
$30, you get it on Disney Plus until your service is up, and then you, you know, type of thing. That's what they were hoping. Like I said, I think the only one that could actually do well here is Black Widow, but they're not just going to put Black Widow on there because, yeah, you know, no, I, they yeah, think I, I, whatever. I, I, I it's, get gonna, it. it's only going to serve them. I, I understand. As a company. If they think it's going to do better in theaters, they'll hold it. If they don't think it's going to do better in theaters, they'll put it on there. I mean, also, depends on how low Raya does. Maybe Raya will do amazing in theaters. We'll see. You know, it's a proper Disney film. We haven't had one of those in theaters. I don't think so. So speaking of a box office, let's talk about the box office. Kind of. There is an actress here. Because is there a box office to talk about? Not really. But I want to go over some details, some little tad bits of information. Speaking of um, the pandemic, okay? So, Zachary, I want you to uh, guesstimate how much the highest grossing domestic film was made during the pandemic. What's that number looking like for you? Like of 2021 or 2020 in general? Altogether. Altogether? Just the pandemic altogether. From March to now. What movie did the best and how much did it make domestically? That means stateside, by the way, if you did not know. I know. Um, I'm going really low 500 million altogether. And I'm saying no, no, no. what? All together. Just, just stateside. Just here. No, I, I, I know. Just stateside. Like, I'm just, saying 500 million stateside. And that's, okay. that's, that's, that's low to me. Um, and I'm saying it was Sonic. Sonic doesn't count. I'm talking about movies that were released during... Here, I'll just tell you the numbers. It's no fun. What do you mean Sonic doesn't count? Sonic was released in... Sonic was released in February on one. The pandemic was not a thing. And two, you are correct, but that's also worldwide. Um, I think it made like 400, 400 million worldwide. The movies that were released during the pandemic are movies like Tenet or The Croods 2 or 101984 or New Mutants or Unhinged. Or at the war with the grandpa. Well, I was right day. around the. I, I was right around the money, right? You were not. No, you were so far off from the money that like the money never saw you. The highest. Oh my god! Like you're gonna laugh. So, pandemic box office domestically, the highest grossing movie for the pandemic box office is Tenet at fifty-seven million point nine. That's it. That's that's it. The big headline coming out of this is that the cruise is about to beat the cruise too. It's about to beat Tenet. Well, no offense to good old no one there, but Cruise too. I've heard it's a better movie than your film, so you know it is a better movie. It is. <laughs> this is not wrong. Um, one. Nineteen eighty four comes in before that. The new mutants made on the board, but only with twenty three. So don't give it too much credit. Unhinged made on the board with twenty. The War Grandpa, yes, that movie. The movie where I was like, "Is that Uma Thurman? That can't be Uma Thurman. She's doing such a horrible job." And it was Uma Thurman. So yeah, it's that movie. With on and Unhinged and the War Grandpa are just like mere millions apart. It's just so crazy. And then for the overall box office, for instance, this week alone, the high. Highest number grossing movie is The Croods 2 with $1.7 million. That's it. That's all that was made. And like, it's just so sad 
Because when you get down to number three, it's down to the, the thousands. Like $905,000. That's all that Jewish and the Black Messiah made. That would not even be near the top ten. And that's number three. <laughs> like, it's just, it's a set of life out there for everybody. Um, and then also, um, also, the Croods 2 is also very interesting because it's a simultaneous, like, you can rent it at home, but people are still deciding to go see it in theaters, even though you can rent it in your living room for $20. I think you can now buy it. I think it's been out so long that you can buy it. Yeah, you can buy which it now. Which is very interesting. Now, speaking of Nelson, Nielsen, sorry, keep going. You can buy Wonder Woman now. Yeah, you can rent Wonder Woman for twenty dollars. You can't buy it. It comes out in March if you want to buy it. But still, that's crazy. It it, 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 it literally felt like it came and went. Well, here's the thing. The most annoying thing about Wonder Woman is that they kind of lied. So let's see what happens with like when Juice the Black Messiah. Or the little things get out after a month. Are they going to just put it on to PVOD and try to milk you as much as possible? Because Wonder Woman was supposed to be in theaters for four months before it even saw PVOD. And um, they didn't do that because it wasn't making money. Listen, I don't care if this makes me a sellout for Warner Brothers or not. As soon as Mortal Kombat is able to be pre-ordered and bought PVOD, it's happening. Whether it's on HBO Max still or not, that movie will be owned and in the collection with a K. It's going to be so sad. If that movie is horrible, Zachary's going to be the saddest person on the earth. Yes, I am, but I'm still putting the money down for it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I got that going for it. I mean, it can't be worse than the second Mortal Kombat movie. It just can't. That's just the truth. Nothing, and no offense, I love this movie to death. It can't be as worse as the original, and that's one of the best campy fun time films of all time. But you know, it can't reach that level. So, um, for Nielsen, Nielsen is the person covering all the different streaming services, not HBO Max, so I don't have any numbers for you there. But WandaVision officially in the top, it's in the top ratings. The first three episodes of WandaVision. Between the weeks of this January 18th to January 24th, it came in at number seven. Things like Disenchantment, Wing Empire, Faint the Wing Saga, Night Soccer, The Hunt for a Serial Killer, Cobra Kai, and Bridgerton all beat it. Things that WandaVision did beat Jurassic World Camp Creations, The Crown, thank you, and Lupin. So WandaVision, right out of the gate, now, we have to remember the first three episodes were moderately okay. We really liked them, but a lot of people didn't like them. It wasn't until episode four that shit started getting real real. So, honestly, I'm sure they're doing really good now, but maybe this is why you're seeing fake leaks, which is annoying, because most of the stuff that is being leaked is not true, being disproved episode I unfortunately My was part of the, the, the. I unfortunately was part of it because I told you in faith because I saw a picture of it that the final three episodes are going to be an hour long. And now here's the thing: we'll get to it when we get to it. WandaVision is only like for its like runtime right now. It's at three and a half hours. So and we've been told out, it's a six-hour story. 
So the last two episodes could be over an hour long. They both could be an hour and a half or an hour and 15 minutes long. Wouldn't that be phenomenal? My brain wouldn't know what to do. No, or the next I'm episode saying... could be 30 minutes. And the finale could be two hours. All this That's stuff what possible. I'm thinking. I, I'm thinking the next, I think, seven. When we get to it, I think seven's going to be a flashback thing. And I, I mean, eight, and I think episode nine is going to be a Marvel event, as what they're going to call it, probably. And it's going to be a two-hour finale. It'll, be, it'll feel like a movie at that point. All right. Well, there we go for the box office. Kind of. And kind of. Like, I mean, it is kind of, because it's like, it's sad, but it's, it's yeah, WandaVision's interesting. All right, Zachary, do you want, do you want to do trailer breakdowns or Supergirl? Um, I don't have a lot to say on Supergirl. So we'll do Supergirl. All right, Supergirl, Supergirl was cast um, as Sasha Cali, which is someone from Young and Restless, if I'm not mistaken, was the yes. soap opera she was a part of. Um, she's Latina or Argentine. Latina. Latina, thank you. And she will be our Cara Danvers. In the DCU, she's going to pop up in Flashpoint. She's going to be a part of a different world, maybe the same world as Michael Keaton's world, and she's their version of superhero. This brings up a lot of things, including the fact that uh, the Trinity will be all women. No, which I'm sure piss a lot of people off. That doesn't. That, that this is what aggravates me. First off, I'm very happy for her. Uh-huh. You know, so to go know. from to, to go from that to this is a huge leap for her. And also, I watched interviews with her. She seemed like a genuinely funny, kind person. So, therefore, I'm all for it. But we haven't even met the Carl of this universe. There is a pod opened in Man of Steel, which we presumably believe is Supergirl. Yeah. But you're telling... No, 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 no. I get to finish this. But you're telling me that we get to meet an Elseworlds version of her before we meet the actual one? Well, yeah. Yeah. This movie... Yeah. It's going to be all over the place, not well scripted, with Ezra Miller in the front. This movie is going to suck. And I'm just putting it out in the forefront. I am trying so hard to be faithful for this film. They got Michael Keaton. They really got me with that one. They got the da 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 They got me. But the rest of this movie, so like absolute nonsensical bullshit because Walter Hamada hates what the DCEU has become. And this is his way of going He just doesn't like the Snyderverse. Well, he can get over his fat ass and deal with it. No, listen. If you ask if you ask a third of the people they much prefer, even though it's mixed and concede, most people would prefer what's going on in the Snyderverse over what his brilliant idea is for his version. Well, also, here's the thing. Even me. I feel feel like a lot of people have no idea what's actually going on for just, like, unless you pay attention, and this is what you do, and, like, this is what you like watching and stuff, most people have no idea that there's going to be a big reboot. So it could take a lot of people by a lot of surprise. My biggest problem here is, obviously, I don't, I'm not, Ezra Miller is such a sad story, because, like, I loved Ezra Miller. I was super-duper excited when he cast The Flash. I was very, very looking forward to it. And maybe Justice League next month will change my mind. Hopefully. Him as a person? No. Still don't think it's being changed super duper week 
that much. I also don't like a lot of the changes. Why not just do Batman Beyond if you're just going to... Why do Batgirl Beyond? It's not necessary. It's pointless. And you're just going to get more people to hate you. Like, why do things... I get it. DC wants to take the risk. DC. But also, we don't want a trendy of females being the main heroes. We want Gotham City Sirens. That's very simple. We only want certain things. We're but very kind crowd. Kind's a strong word for the DC crowd, Jacob. Kind yeah. is a strong word. But no, here is my thing. Here is the absolute biggest point. And it was made back in 2016. And it's going to be made here now. Marvel will have already, at that point, done this. Oh, boy. And, oh, and, and, and I don't care if this is offensive at all to DC and Warner Brothers. I don't give a shit. They will do it better. In every aspect of the world, they will do it better. Because DC is exactly like Star Wars. They have no idea what they're doing. They put too many people on the table. They just think, ooh, let's go with this because everybody likes that. Let's go with this because everybody likes that. And I'm like, you're not even you're not even giving Ben Affleck a proper goodbye. He's just coming in to do a gratified two scene deal and then going. That's it. And then you're relying on Michael Keaton being Batman again in your DCEU, which I think is stupid. And again, you bring up the point. You are bringing him in to be old man Bruce Wayne. Why are you not doing straight Batman Beyond? It makes no sense at all. No one's asking for. There's never been a legit comic for Batgirl Beyond. It makes no sense. Move on from it. Also, this whole DC trinity of girls nonsense. I am all for women superheroes. I am all for it. But if you're going to do a, tri a trinity of girls, like Jacob just said, it is painted for you beautifully in a picture. Gotham City Sirens. Gotham City Sirens. It's not hard. Look at the numbers. If you do Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy, and Catwoman all in the same film, it'll do well. What is your most top-rated show DC right now? Harley Quinn. Who's all three in there? Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy, Catwoman. What's the best episode of season one? Harley Quinn, Batgirl, and uh, Catwoman. Making money senses. But why relying so much on Flash? It makes no sense. No sense. No well, they're not relying so much on Flash. They're relying on what Flash on his powers, do, essentially. But yes. And you're also butchering, ruining, and destroying what Flashpoint is. It is a great comic. It is a great animated movie. And you're going to Butcher it just because you want to bring back Michael Keaton as Batman. And that's good for you. I just, and this is why I feel so bad for her. Because I'm happy that she got casted in the role. But she is already being denied, butchered, and mean to because she is part of, and what, what my opinion is going to be, the worst DCU movie ever made. They have no idea what they're doing. And they're giving all their faith to Annie Muschietti, which in my opinion... I can say now, because I've seen both movies, did a fantastic start to what I consider, it's scary, but a mediocre second film. And they're giving him all the hats in the basket because he worked in the horror division where, where Walter Hamada worked. That's the only reason he got the job. I just... Yeah, he's no James Wan. No, he's not. I, I, I would be more upset, I mean, I'd be more secure if I heard James Wan was continuing on with the DCU and he was working on Flash. I'd be more content be like, okay, he did a good job of Aquaman. Let's see what else we can do with the other heroes. Or huh? give it to the guy who, or give it to the guy who directed Shazam. You know, do something with that nature. Also, did you hear about the whole Black Adam name nonsense was going around about calling him Shazadam? <laughs> <Are you really? laughs> 
Yeah, it's pretty Have you heard this? Have you heard this? It's I like it. They're looking at like him. Shazam! No, Jacob! No, you're you're the problem. You're giving into them what they want. I like it. It's pretty funny. Listen, 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 listen. At this point now, the DC universe has now been split in two. We have the Hamada side, and we have the Snyder side. And listen, I have my quarrels. And then we have that random. And we had the random portion in the middle. No, no, Shazam is part of a um the loosely based. It's it's there. It's there. Um no, no, it's like the Joker and the Batman. It's just like there in the middle. It's like, don't touch me. I'm not mean. (laughs) And you know why I'm so excited for the Batman? Because it has nothing to do with the bullshit we're currently going through. There is nothing going on with it. It is just a straight one-off. Elseworlds origin The Zack Snyder's is bullshit? No. No. The reason I am not focused on anything else going on DC, whether it be Snyder or Hermano's side, the reason I'm looking so much forward to the middle part of it is because you just said the word. It's Elseworlds. It has nothing to do with anything else. I can just enjoy it for yeah. what it is. I can go watch Joker and go, how is this connecting to anything? I don't have to worry about that bullshit. They can't do it. We did, though. We tried. We tried, and it didn't we work tried. Because, because it doesn't need to work. DC, you are not a connected universe. It just doesn't work. Let Justice League be your end. If Snyder Cut does well, great. Spin it off. Do whatever you want to. I don't care. You do not work as a connected universe. It's just a plain and simple thing. You just don't work. Man. I'm tired of these DC rants. I'm tired. But congratulations oh, to her. Congratulations to her. She'll do a great job. I'm sorry. You had no place to say anything in that story. What do you think of the casting, Jacob? I'm sorry. I mean, it's fine. I'm a little... I'm kind of mad. I'm not really ready for Supergirl to come in because I just don't think Superman had... Even though I don't really like him. I just... I don't... I don't I don't think he had any time to shine. Yeah, no time to shine, Jacob. He had no time. So yeah, that's my opinion. I just, I just think, um, I think it could be better. I think they could do this more organically. I feel like if you just try to shove a whole bunch of things in one movie, it, it doesn't make your movie amazing. It just makes your movie overpacked. <laughs> BVS, uh, um, not BVS. Um, <gasps> Amazing Spider-Man Two and BVS. Yeah, BVS. Like once again, even if you watch the four-hour whatever boring cut. It still makes sense, and it works fine. But there's too many characters in the kitchen. There's not too many characters in the kitchen. We can say the same thing about that one in the middle, okay? It's just getting an extra hour, Zachary. <laughs> no, it's getting an extra two hours, Jake. No, just Batman versus Superman Ultimate Edition, which is supposedly the superior edition, is three hours long. That's only an hour longer. Don't oh, even no, 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 just this whole thing. I'm not talking about just sleep. I'm sorry. I'm talking oh about just gosh. Don't even try me. I know my run times. Anyway, a lot of trailers came out this past week. Let's talk about them, Jake. Well, they came out over the past period of time. We're going to go through them. I figured I put them in order. So do you want to talk about them in the order? Or do you just want to grab and pick? No, Justice League Zack Snyder came first. Then Cruella, then Mortal Kombat. I just put them in the order I want to talk about them. Wow. You liked Mortal Kombat, huh? 
I, I actually I would say Krill is probably my favorite. Mortal Kombat. We can start there. Let's start with Mortal Kombat. Let's do it. So we got the restricted trailer, which was nice. I enjoyed it. But I had some major issues with Mortal Kombat. I, I can't say I came out of this one on I love how you just come in like, I'm all happy and cheery, and then you just take that hammer and just... <laughs> KO! <laughs> Fatality. <laughs> all right, Jacob. All right, Jacob. What were your issues? Uh, no, 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 no. I'm not. Just, I'm not saying I had a lot of them. Okay, just like everybody else, when Sub Zero throws the blood and stabbed Scorpion <laughs> with it, I was sold. I was seeing the movie. No <laughs> doubt about it. Okay, I'm not saying that. I'm just it's saying. Such a fucking great movie. I'm just saying. Once again, Warner Brothers deciding to change something that's not broken is annoying. Um, I know what this is about. Is it about Cole? Okay, it's about Cole. It's about how... Now, I know, like, I there's a lot of different things, okay? Also, how could you put the evil... Mo- what, what is the name? I'm going to get it wrong. It's not Melina. It's the other one. Is it Katana? Melina? No. Is it Melina? Melina. Okay. Melina's in the trailer. But how could you not put the one she's based on? No, okay, after. I... I have been hearing this so much on and the internet. I, I think this also simply because it's just an opinion, Zachary. You don't have to get so worked about that. No, this is this is a trailer. I don't want to see everything in a trailer. We will see what Melina looks like in full. The producer at the no, I'm not talking about Melina. I am not talking about Melina. I am okay. not talking about Melina. Calm okay. your calm 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 your little little booty over there. Okay. Go Do on. it. Is it calm? Are we calm? Yeah? Okay. My opinion, okay, with this, I like the action. I thought it was okay. Um, some of the things are really cool. I'm excited to see some origin stories. That's going to be kind of nice and fun. Um, I thought the acting was moderate, but honestly, I'm not seeing it for it, so it doesn't need to be great. <laughs> um, it looked fun. It's just the truth. If we're going to be honest, let's be honest. They can be stiff as a board. They kill me in a great way. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. I don't specifically like the lineup of characters they chose. Is my problem. There are better characters. I mean, obviously you need Sub-Zero. You need Scorpion. You need the core. You need the core. It's important to have the core. I agree. But also, I don't know. I really, 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 really miss him. I can't think of his name because I just was going to say it. Johnny Cage. I really do miss Johnny Cage. Can I, I just want to point this out to everybody? The core cast of people we have in here, minus two people, is the exact same core characters we had in the original 1995 movie. They just switched cool. Melina. They just switched Melina with Katana, and they switched Cole with Johnny. Okay. And then here's the thing with Melina and Katana. Melina came first. No. Katana came first, and then Katana Melina came first. Yeah. So uh, you can't it, just. That's not true. She's no, she's in she's in the, the movie. Middle. She's in the movie. Her katana's blades her, are in the back. Her blade was in the movie. She's in the movie. Oh my gosh, her blades. Her blades. Wow. Her blades. Her blue blades. Oh my god, it's so cool. Also, also, another, another, another little little nitpick. Little, little. This is true. We have nitpick. Then we can talk about the good stuff. I have good things. I'll get that. Little tiny nitpick. 
I think the colors could be a little bit less muted. That I agree on. I, I thought colors the trailer cool was really dark. Well, not just the trailer. I'm talking about the costumes and stuff. I think I think oh. everything could have been a little bit more plus, in my opinion. I don't like all the costumes. Scorpions was not a huge fan of it. Just didn't seem like you could really fight in that. So, um, you know, I would stab you with your own blood, too, if you wore that. I don't know where he stabbed him, because that's a lot of metal, and he had to stab him pretty freaking hard to make any type of dent. Also, can we talk about how are they going to explain doing all these horrible things to these characters, put beating them up in such brutalized ways, and then being like, they're fine. Yeah, they're going to get back up. I don't think I don't think half these people are going to get back up. I don't know what you're talking about. No, from the trailer, it looked like like for the for the fight between Sub Zero. I mean, if you want to talk about theories, we can talk about theories and stuff. But but between the fight between Sub Zero and Scorpion, there's a lot of things that were done there that I was like, "Are you getting back up? Why are you?" I mean, I mean, I know both of them are mystical creatures and stuff. That's the whole point, you know. Because you know, whatever. I hope they explain things better. I never. I mean, Mortal Kombat has great stories. Never doubting it. Never dissing it. I just think in its core, yeah, I just think in its core, it's a little confusing. So I really hope that they have a good explanation. Okay. So. I really like the action sequence. Yes. I want to give some breakdown. Is this called trailer breakdown? I'm going to give you some extra things that I have learned while watching the trailer a couple of times. So the eleven, so the, uh, the the ten fighters that we got posters for are not the only characters we've seen. Um, unfortunately, I know that about, about one death um, in the trailer. You see Kano punch a reptile that is indeed reptile, um, and the heart he is holding at the end of the trailer is reptile's heart as a finisher as one of his fatalities. We know reptile doesn't make it out of the film. I figured as much. He's not that big of a character in in Mortal Kombat much, and he's a fan favorite. But he's there to get ripped apart, and he's going to. I'm really happy about that. Uh, Liu Kang, if you look at the fight before we get to the fight between Scorpion and Sub-Zero, he is fighting a guy with two crooked blades. That is Cabal. Uh, in the Mortal Kombat games, he is a very fast character who uses his who uses his crooked blades to spin you around. Um, Jay, you know who Cabal is. We've used him before in M- MK11. He's a he's one of my favorite characters to play. He was also in Armageddon and Deadly Alliance. Um, my favorite thing about this trailer is Goro. Because if you look at Goro, Goro is straight the animation model and CG rendered from MK10, from MKX. He's the exact same one. They just updated him and gave him a little bit more of a human texture. But he looks great nonetheless. Um, I have theories about Cole and who he's going to be. Uh, seeing the origin of uh, Hanzo Ayashi uh, and seeing the birth of Scorpion, very, very, very cool. Um, they're going off uh, a little bit of Scorpion's Revenge, which I did watch, which we'll get to what we've been watching, um, where Sub-Zero was part of the brutality and murder of his clan. So that'll probably lead into their story. Uh, Cole Young is either the the uh, ancestor to Scorpion or he is the ancestor to Sub-Zero. There's a scene in the trailer where you see um, Cole looking into a mirror Am I okay? What do you mean? Are you okay? You're, you're talking. Oh, I, I, I saw your mouth move and nothing came out, so I didn't know if I was saying too much. These are just theories, Zachary. Oh. 
Um, there, uh, there's a scene in the trailer where you see uh, Cole looking into a mirror, and it splits really quickly to this mysterious person that is in the trailer. Also, you see again, but it's in full frame. That is Hanzo in the Nether Realm. So I feel as though uh, Cole is being contacted by his great great grandfather. Because if you look at Cole, Cole's not an American actor; he is an Asian actor, and so it would only and so it you know from that standpoint it makes sense of them being ancestors or whatever. Um, I either think that by the end of the film, uh, the spirit of Hanzo will take over Cole's body and he'll become Scorpion by the end of the film, and that'll be the final fight of this movie is between Scorpion and Sub Zero, or Hanzo comes back and uh, looks out to find his. Um, his uh, his ancestor. Now, the other thing that this could be tying into is um, Cole could also be Hanzo's son. So, in mythology, Hanzo's son is either killed or taken by uh, Sub Zero. It would be very possible that Sub Zero could take this child through time to modern time and leaving him there just to, just to be like a big old fuck you to Hanzo when after he killed him. So that could be a thing too as well. Um, we see Shao Kahn in form as a statue. I think that'll be the only way we see Shao Kahn in this movie. If we do see him again, it'll probably be an end credit tease from Mortal Kombat 2. Um, again, we do see Melina and her sisters and her sister Katana's blade behind her during her fight. Um, to Melina's point, uh, I'm going to reiterate what the producer said. I fully trust that we're going to see all of Melina's teeth and her mouth be open and gaping as it is as it should be. This is Warner Brothers talking about. They just did an entire film where a clown's mouth opened larger than his own head. So I guarantee you we'll see Melina do the exact same thing. I loved this trailer so much. It's what... And most people did. It's one of I mean, the best trailers I've ever seen. It's well executed. It gets everything to the point it needs to. However... There is one glaring scene in this trailer that should have been cut. What is that? It's a birthmark. What do you oh, mean? Oh, yeah. He was born with it. Really? <laughs> Just cut that and you'll be great. Um, I, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And the fact that you hear the subtle beats of the old uh, retro style song in the score, I'm like, yeah. Also, I like Scorpion's outfit. I thought he looked cool. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. But uh, no, I I absolutely loved it. This was this was a great, great, great trailer, and I cannot wait for April sixteenth. That's all. <laughs> yeah, I mean. My my moderate reaction is like it was okay. I had a lot of fun. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, you know, as long as I'm in, as long as I'm having fun, I don't mm -hmm. expect to go away by a major story. Also, once again, because people are such dicks on the internet, there are major spoilers for story standpoints for Mortal Kombat that did get leaked. So just be careful. I didn't. I don't know what they are. I didn't go searching for them. I had no idea they existed until the trailer came out. By the time but we if get you're... to April 16th, Jacob will know every major story point in this movie. I'm just saying. Very possible. Just, just, you know, you could play it out there. Um, and I wouldn't really care. This is not a movie that I'm like, oh my yeah. god, that's spoiler. Wow, what a big deal. I don't really care. But you might care, so just be careful if you're going through like the trendings or whatever. People are dicks. 
people like to uh, spoil things for no reason. It's just how people are. So I just figured I would let people be aware of it, you know, as a kind thing. I appreciate that. I appreciate that from a fan over here. I appreciate that heads up. I need to be more careful. Yeah, yeah, just be careful, you know. They could be wrong. Um, You know, a lot of people, once leaks start happening, a lot of people leak outrageous things. I mean, for Mm -hmm. instance, the only leak out of The Last of Us Part 2 was what Zachary spoiled. That was the only thing that actually happened that was a part of the actual story. So, you know, you don't always trust them, but they could be right. They could be wrong. You don't really know. Um, So, yeah. All right, just moving wait, on to... Just, just, just wait. We see a leak later for the film saying Luke Kane turns into a godlike snail thing and eats Scorpion from the bottom down. End of film. I'm like, well, that's something they've never done in Mortal Kombat, so let's go for it. <laughs> I hope so I'm moving wrong. on to uh, <laughs> Zack Snyder's Justice League. Or the Snyder Cut. It's up to you, whatever you want to call it. So, um... I think once again, I should probably start because mm-hmm. I think Zachary has much more positive things to say about it than I do. So um, I could be wrong. Um, I personally, once again, I was underwhelmed. I'm already sold on the movie. I'm already going to watch. I mean, we're watching at two o'clock in the fucking morning. So I'm okay. watching it no matter what. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. It's a sad life. I know. Uh, <laughs> but. Hey, it's better than waiting until 8 o'clock and then getting everything spoiled. That's fair, but still. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Hey, you watch WandaVision every Friday, so just Yeah, but that's three, and, I have, and, I, and I'm off on Fridays. So I get to go to bed afterwards. I won't know if I'm off or not <laughs> sure. by that point. <laughs> Well, I hope by that point you know, but yeah, 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 by that point I'll know, but I'm like, oh, then we get prepared for that. I liked a lot of things that were presented in the trailer. I did think it was majorly different from the other one. I think there was like, you can tell this is a new movie, that there's new stuff here. Um, and of course the 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 elephant in the room. I was underwhelmed by Joker. I. Also, had no idea about the iconic saying until I watched Breakdowns. And then I was like, oh, this is a thing. Do you not remember that from Joker at all? There's that. Do you not remember the line at all from Joker when he's sitting there talking to uh, Murray? He's like, we live in a society that treat me like trash. It's right right before he shoots Murray in the face. No, I I mean, I know that line. I just didn't know it was like a huge meme. Everybody was like, like was like a huge thing, okay? That's I what I mean. Like I knew it existed, I just didn't know it became this. Now it's canon. Yeah. <laughs> so, and two know. jokers have said I thought, it. I thought the I thought Jared Leto looked okay. Um, he looked like a uh, a model having a very bad day, <laughs> which is not necessarily a bad thing. It's funny though. <laughs> not a great thing. <laughs> That's how I felt. Batman goes to Joker. What's wrong? I, I also am still probably hard. not going to get over. <laughs> I also I don't really like Batman using guns. I've talked about this in the past. I understand it's a nightmare sequence, and so it's different. So I'm okay with it because it serves its purpose. I thought Dark Side looked cool. Dark Side looked. I don't know. What my my my, my one okay. issue with Dark Side? He looked kind of narrow in the middle. 
So I felt like, you know, like the oh. design stopped halfway in the middle. Like his gut just went. I feel like, I'm like oh, that's interesting. Maybe that's how they designed him. I, I, I also really liked how Steppenwolf was getting naked for him. I thought that was really <laughs> funny. I was like, oh, okay. You do you, sweetie. You want your head cut off that badly, you can have your head cut off that badly if that's what you so so deserve. Um, yeah. He looked a lot know. better. I wasn't overtly impressed, but I wasn't also like, like this is going to be horrible. You know what I mean? Like, I think it looks good enough that I'm going to watch it. Also, can I, can I just say it? Can I say it? Mm-hmm. Right? Is it okay to say it? Mm-hmm. The Barry and Iris scene looked horrible. Oh. When she's flying out of the car, I hate it. I just... I did. Also, I didn't really like full-on Nightmare Cyborg either. I I'm not. I'm going to reserve judgment on seeing him until we actually see him in full. He's always always he a little too skinny for my liking for being a cyborg. No, no, I'm talking about the one where he like we got to see a little bit more than his head. We got to see part of his body and has the the rocket thing. That's all part of the nightmare sequence. I'm pretty sure, if I'm not mistaken. No, that's uh, that that that's modern. That's not part of the nightmare. No, he looks different in the modern one. I'm pretty sure that's. We'll, we'll find out. Um, we'll find out. I mean, like two weeks away. Um, for me, uh, I really like the way Joker looked. I um, I, I I I like that aesthetic. You know, he's been through all that shit, and yet he and yet he survived. And, you know, that was his way of just relaxing was to kill all those cops. Because if you go off the Variety article, you know, he has that, you know, that vest on. So he looked cool. He looked cool to me. Um, Black Suit Superman uh, stood out to me the most in the trailer. Getting that great nod to Man of Steel of the rocks flying around his hand before he flew. I love that a lot. Um and, you know, the nod of him, you know, resurrecting with the stones on his coffin. So I'm like, it came back. Stupid way to end a movie, but it came back. Also, like, are they going to re- resurrect him by putting him the same way they resurrected Zod? Um, Because so they're dipping his body in the ooze. If you don't remember, which I, I understand if you don't, but in Justice League, that's what they do. They go, I really hope that Snyder cuts out the scene of Cyborg and Flash going up to, you know, dig out Superman's corpse. I really hope that's not in his movie because I really hope that was a Whedon thing. Do you not remember this? Oh we talked gosh. about this a while ago. We did talk about this because, like, that's not a thing. And yeah, it uh, was a thing. Yeah, Cyborg oh. and Flash go and dig up Clark. Uh, that's going to that's gonna be a very interesting movie reaction because I don't remember. I remember. I remember that clear as day. <laughs> I remember the flash falling on Wonder Woman's boobs and Wonder Woman looking like she had nothing to do. Oh, I remember okay. being really offended about Wonder Woman. That's that's what I remember about Justice League. That's it. Um, that's all I got. Um, but no, in the in in the uh, Justice look Justice League version, uh, they do throw him in the ooze, and that's how he comes back. So well, it's the same way they did. So it's the same, but it's the same way they did with Zod. Um, I hated the whole Barry Iris thing. I don't want. I I I don't want to get into a emotional romantic story for Barry and Iris 
at all because I don't care about this version of the Flash. So therefore, I could give two cahoots if this lady survives or not. I don't. Well, care. she does. I but obviously, you. obviously. Um, when it comes to the whole Batman gun thing, we are now 2013, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. We're eight years into this version of the DCEU. I know this Batman uses guns, whether it be in Nightmare or not. This is Snyder's take on Batman. Therefore, let him go nuts. I hope this Batman uses a Gatling gun in the final battle and just mows people down. I really do. It's just as bad. That's my opinion. Okay. I know. I know. Come at me. I know, but that's my opinion. I just hope he uses guns. I think it's that. That's just him. I'm against it, but you know, that's his Batman. Go for it. Um, my one gripe. I never thought this would be a gripe at all in my life to say this. Why they show the Bat Tank? It'll be in one scene. I still don't agree. I like it. I like it being in there. I like I, it being no, in there. I like it being in there, but it'll be in one scene. So it doesn't matter. I still like I show it. it. I like Although, it. Although as a purist at heart, seeing the bat head in front do the lean down was pretty cool. You see him go, that's from the comic. That's pretty dope. Although that thing's fucking huge. It wasn't that big in the comic book. That thing is like it was that big. It, it, okay, it, I, you also have to remember the Dark Knight Returns Batman is really swole, so they looked about even size in the book. Did you just use the word swole? Yes, old man Bruce was a very swole guy, so his Batmobile kind of is swole. I don't think I've ever heard the word use of swole before. I think that's a new one. Oh, that's very swole. Oh, look at that over there. It's very swole. Oh, swole. Oh, Any- swole. Anyway. Sorry. Just swole. Um, I like all the new shots we got of Aquaman. Of Cy- I, lo- I love all the new Cyborg stuff we got. Um, It looks good. It looks good. It, it, it looks good. Now, listen. Is it going to be four hours long good? We don't know. That is the biggest, honest, honest to God, that is the biggest question of this film. It's not quality, it's quantity. Did he put enough film for four hours worth of content? Oh, you have to remember the, the one before is two hour, 218 minutes, which it's is two hours three hours, which is, so he only added like 40 more minutes worth of content. No, but, His but original no, version was already over was, three hours long. Yeah, but is it three hours worth of content? Because if we have to remember... What, what, whether people like it or not, this is going to incorporate footage from Justice League in some way, shape, or form. So we are going to see things we've seen already, but with a different palette color. So I'm just hoping that the palette color and the way it's directed a little bit more is used better than it was in that one. We'll see. We'll see it at 2 a.m. God forbid we'll see it at 2 a.m. But <laughs> 2.10, probably, like you said. Well, yeah, more than likely. And then we've got Cruella de Vil. Which, I'm going to say it right now. I'm it should have been the trailer. No, not that. I'm going um, to be that person. I really liked this trailer. So did I. I really enjoyed it. I understand the complaints, but guess what? People, okay, I'm not going to lie. Taking direct lines, having bats come out. Yeah, those are a little bit too big to nods. Like, 
we get what you're trying to do. You don't gotta shove it down our throat. I do agree with that. But I really like it. I think it looks really good. I'm really happy with it. I'm really impressed. I think Emma Stone is doing a phenomenal job. And I wouldn't mind having a female version of a Joker. Bat obviously DC's not gonna do anything with it. He took the horse right out of my mouth. I was like, you know what? This is the Joker sequel I never thought I would need, but I want it. DC's not doing anything with it, so why not? And have one. I love the I wouldn't mind. Although there's there's one thing that pulled me out of the trailer, and I'm not gonna lie to you, it legit just pulled me out. Was the whole dress transformation? I'm like, Crow Deville is not this mystical, fantastical being. She's a crazy woman that knits dogs into sweaters. How does she, you know, go from that white petite dress to it being inflamed into another one? I'm like, that's just Disney magic right there. There's no other way around it. <laughs> yeah, but I, I need a pinch of Disney magic. I, I needed it. I wanted it. I was so happy when they gave it to me. I was shocked. I was like, oh, why didn't she ever use this trick up her sleeve later on in life? <laughs> she could instantly burn a dog. That's a weird thing. That's a really bad thing to say, but she could instantly burn a dog. Well, there is a shot in the trailer where it looks like she's wearing dog pelts, so... Who knows where this movie's gonna go? But but the one thing I took away Disney, from this what are you trailer, doing? <laughs> this is the one thing I took away from this trailer. They're not making her a hero. I don't feel for her at all. She is just a psychotic, crazy bitch, and I love every moment of it. That's why I don't like Maleficent. The word "bitch" was necessary, but I do but agree no, but, she's psychotic and crazy. But that's why I don't like Maleficent. They turned one of the darkest, scariest, most intimidating oh, like villains in Disney into this, I lost my wings and I loved her from the beginning. No, you're a crazy I, I, person that held this girl in the tower. See, no, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that, like, at all, like, on any note of level. I don't agree. That's fine. I don't agree. I, I don't agree. I don't want to feel for these people. They are evil I, Maniacal, disturbed. I don't people. think full on genocide for the second series. What? You don't want to feel dirt people? No, I don't want to feel for these dark, monistic, toilet, oh, crazy people. Everybody has something you feel for them about. Every, even the worst psychopath in the whole world. Yeah, what they did was horrible, but I'm sure there's something. I mean, I mean, you have, there is a few. Okay, Jacob, I'm not going to lie. You are the dog person of this podcast. You're telling me right now, in some way, shape, or form, you feel for Cruella Deville after she after she shaved and put those Dalmatian pelts on her skin. You feel for her in some way, shape, or form. My point. <laughs> I, I that's a cat, not a dog. But, but I do, I do. I think she had a really rough life. I you, you can see it. I'm the person who supports the villain. When we watch a horror film, who am I rooting for? Not the main hero. I'm rooting for that villain. Just what it is, Zachary. That's just who I am. I can't say any of this. I really can't because my all-time favorite movie, one of, is a film strictly about the villain becoming who he is because of the society he lives in. <laughs> Much like her. <laughs> By the way, full disclosure, if she says a line of, like, we live in a society in this movie, I will fall out of my chair. 
Like, how far are they going to go? That's my question. You might went pretty far. Disney gets in on the joke. It's like, how much further are you going to go? You went pretty far already. Don't, don't. We live in a society where donations be made. Honey, you're gonna you're gonna slaughter that dummy. Yeah, but I want to slaughter that down. No, you see the point there. You see the point of you wanting. We don't live in society. The society is <laughs> trying to help you. Oh boy. Hey, well that brings us to the end. Well, it doesn't actually. We have like probably about another hour worth of WandaVision explained. But guys, we are jumping into spoilers for WandaVision. So if you have not watched WandaVision, and I'm going to preference this because I know quite a few people who have not watched WandaVision, who are waiting for all nine episodes to drop before they watch it. So just be prepared. Huh? Nothing. nothing. No, 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 no. What? What? I, I said nothing. No, no. What'd you say? I said nothing. What'd you say? <laughs> the fuck did you say, Zachary? <laughs> the actual <laughs> fuck did you say? I said, quote, that was your decision. <laughs> Well, you're right. We don't talk about WandaVision. No. no! No! No, 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 It's your decision. It's your decision. Let's move on to what we've been watching. No. Jacob, what'd you think of episode no, it's five? Your it's your decision, Zachary. It's your decision. It's your decision. It's your decision. <laughs> you're really going to do this? No, I want to talk about WandaVision. Okay. <laughs> I'm just putting out the warning, but it's full of spoilers. Okay, and Zachary, I have a question. Does this fit your bill? Can we say spoiler alert, or should we just keep talking? It was released two weeks ago. Oh my god. Well, it also says explained in the title card. But there. but but should shouldn't I not say that? Shouldn't we just go into full spoilers? Isn't that what you keep trying to tell me this whole day? Hey Jake, what'd you think of WandaVision episode five? Okay, episode five. What, what, what? I gotta hold on. Episode five is when Mister Pietro showed up. That's the very end, right? Yes. Okay, so this is the one with the dead dog. Yes. Right. You no. Know, because she killed Sparky. Um, too. Yeah. Did we? Did we talk about? No, we did not. Did we? Did we talk about? No. Are you sure? No. Yes, Jacob. The last one we talked about was "It's Wanda All Along." Was episode four. We did not talk about five. No, we 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 end up um, we interrupt this program was number four, yeah. which is the yeah. Okay, so number five on this very on a very special episode. This is where where Vision starts to kind of get worried. He starts to kind of freak out. Um, he puts out the reference: "There's no children." He also um. I, I I liked it. I remember enjoying it. Um, I remember being shocked when Pietro showed up. It was spoiled for me, but that's fine. Um, I didn't know Evan Pierce, but I just knew Pietro was showing up. I had no idea, and I had a Which feeling one? he mentioned X Men, so I kind of put two and two together. But I wasn't like fully sure. You so didn't it believe nice. it. You're like, there's no way they would do it, but they did. I was I was shocked. I was I was very nicely shocked. I liked the stress between both um, Wanda and Vision. Um, it sets up something very interesting. I really liked the setting that they put forward as well. I liked Wanda being a little crazy. This is the episode where she comes out of the force field and she flips the guns and stuff. That was that was 
That was everything. Nuts. And I watched that scene like 20 times. Um, it was it was everything I ever wanted. And then so much more. This was also the first mention that Monica could be being turning into a superhero, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which we'll talk about a little bit later on. Um, yeah, I know. I really liked it. I liked all the conversations that were being had. I like. I liked where Vision was like, we're not ending the fight. And the end credits don't stop. So good. And how he just truly doesn't believe her and things, which is that very interesting. Com- that whole confrontation at the end of the episode oh. is just so well done. But also, I also really like the kids aging up. Oh. I was a pretty big fan of that. And also, this is also another one of those episodes, which is something to keep in mind as going forward, even for episodes past what we're about to talk about. The whole death of Sparky, you know, sure, now there's multiple meanings to the death of Sparky. (laughs) But when the episode came out, the main meaning, the whole reason why it was there, I think, I don't really know anymore. But at the moment, I thought it was to to prove that Wanda cannot bring back things from the dead. This is once again reiterated in episode six, which we'll talk about with Vision. Once again, trying to re- say she can't do that. That's not her skill set. It is somebody else's skill set, maybe. Possibly. Possibly. Who would that be? Oh, I don't know. We also find out more intentions with Hayward and how he does not feel as how he feels about superheroes. He brought up um, Monica and Carol's relationship and how he, and how he feels about Captain Marvel. But this man lays down the dickest move ever. When he says, you know, it's a good thing you weren't you weren't here when your mom was around, because you wouldn't have a guts for this job either. And I'm like, you motherfucker, you have you are officially the worst MCU villain we've ever had. Like you're not like even a being, super villain. I do like there being two sets of villains for this TV show. I like there being a science villain, and I do like there being another mystical villain, which we will as get well, to. which we will get to. You know, um, I think there's more at play than just the one we'll get to, but I, I think, you know, I don't think there's more. I, I do have a, I feel like, I feel like three of them are all involved together. The fourth one is the one I want to talk about. Um, so my thoughts on episode five are this. Okay, but hold on before we jump ahead. Yeah, what are your thoughts? Um, I loved this episode. So much from when the kids get introduced to the whole Sparky thing. Which, wait, why did they name their dog Sparky? Because Wanda's dog is named Sparky in the comics. Although in that version, that poor son of a bitch actually survives. But not in this one. <laughs> um, um, also, uh, I love the kid actors in, <laughs> in the show. Sorry, I just keep thinking about... Yeah, I know. Um, I... Uh, I didn't like the five-year-olds as much, but the ten-year-olds we've been sticking with since then, I like them a lot. Um, I just I, I think they're really, really, really cool. I really, 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 really like the children. I, I, I. Um, there's many of an episode. Episode five, I screamed when I they ate up. Episode six, I screamed at other moments, and then episode seven, I still screeched. I still screeched. There was no reason to screech, but I screeched. <laughs> That's how much I, I, I'm, you know, WandaVision's fun. I love Wanda. 
She's actually, I think, is probably my favorite. Black Widow and her are probably my favorite characters of the whole entire MCU. Um, Wanda's been one of my favorites from, like, early on, though. This is You're going to be hit the hardest by the time this show is over. <laughs> it's going to destroy me, Zachary. I'm going to be dead. A- anyway, um, my favorite scene, honestly, of the entire series is the confrontation between Wanda and Vision at the end of this episode. Simply because the raw acting going on from Paul Bentley and Wanda both is just... And uh, Elizabeth Olsen. It's just so well done. And watching Vision just slowly go through and how he feels about, you know, I don't know who I am. I don't remember anything after Westview. It just it kills me. Because I'm like, this poor guy is being forced to live a life that he has no idea happened. And just go with, it's all okay and nifty, when it really isn't. And then I just thought some theories about that as well. Um, and also, you know, Agnes, we haven't mentioned her yet. Uh, the scene where she comes in and she's like, I want to take care of the kids. And Vision has this freak out. And she looks at Wanda and goes, you want me to take that again? You, 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 you want me to change that? And she's like, well, what do you mean? And that's when Vision, Vision has his first freak out. And then when Wanda changes the collar with her magic, he's like, Agnes was right there. Now we know why. Um, <laughs> I just. Well, I think she also just doesn't care anymore. I think by this point, she doesn't care. Which fun is why fact. it brought in about. Wait, sorry. What, keep, what's your fun uh, fact? Fun fact. Did you know that? Listen, uh, go back and watch every single previously on WandaVision. Listen to Wanda's voice. It goes from very cheery in episode two to where we are in episode seven. It goes previously on WandaVision. Her voice is getting more depressed as each previously on WandaVision oh. happens. It's just like her life. Also, like, very interestingly, you know, I don't know. I There's a lot of this that I just, that they're just doing so, so well. And then bringing Pietro, or fake Pietro, Whatever you want to say. At this point, we I didn't believe it was no. people believed it was Pietro. There was a group, and I just didn't agree with them. Um, yeah, that would be Zachary. I was like Zachary, I don't no. believe it anymore. And I was like Zachary, no, and he's like yes, and I was like Zachary, no. And, and then like, Wanda looked at me and went no, so I was like <laughs> okay, I believe it. <laughs> but um, with Pietro showing up when she's depressed and stuff, that was a very smart move on mm-hmm. other characters' parts. Mm-hmm. That was a very, very... But here, I, I have questions now about Pietro. Like, wouldn't she have brought back Aaron Taylor Johnson? Would this person have brought back Aaron Taylor Johnson instead of Evan oh. Peters? Okay, we're going to have to move forward. We're going to move forward. Okay, we're moving on to episode six. Episode six is probably one of my favorite episodes of the whole entire series so far. Um, I had the most fun with this episode. I didn't fun. think it was the most disjointed we're going to talk about episode seven, where I did have some problems with it. episode five. I had once we started adding shield or I mean sword, whatever you want to call it, the same. Once we started adding them into the mix, I started to not love it as much. Um, and things, it's not my favorite, to be honest with you. Um, I much prefer what's going on with Wanda than I do what's going on outside. Both are very important, and um, but that's just my opinion. Episode six is the all spectacular Halloween. And um I just this is everything. This is everything I wanted. This was what I was looking forward to the most. It was everything I needed and more. Vision finding out that he was dead. Great. Dead. Me dead. knowing 
something after that. Also, we can't talk about it. We can talk about it. We're going to talk about it. We're talking full spoilers for every episode. We're doing it. I just can't sit behind this wall anymore, okay? I get your problem, but I bought you a shirt, so we're sticking with that problem with you. When Agnes... Agatha. No, no, no. We're going to call her Agnes. We're not physically talking about, but you know what I'm talking about. I don't know. It's such a hard... Hard line to walk. Say it, Jacob. We're talking about all. We're talking about all three. We can bring it up. When everybody in the room, like Tim was like, Mom was like, they're like, oh, she's not a bad one. And I'm like, guys, what a fucking idiot. Yes, she's a bad one. She <laughs> messed up. Her acting messed up. Mm-hmm. She specifically said, oh, you're here to save me. And then went to tell him, no, you don't tell the person who's dead. Are you here to save me? I'm sorry. Oh, sh- or save us. Whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, Zachary. It's it's the the point of the line. The point of the line is that you're here to you know to save the town. But how is a dead Avenger going to save you? And you know he's dead. You can't do this. You messed up. You messed up for the sake of your own joke. And I caught it. I knew it. <laughs> I had no doubts. No doubts whatsoever. This whole episode, whole episode seven. We're gonna go back to episode six. There's so much more to talk about. But the whole episode seven, I was like, "This bitch is crazy." I know she's crazy. I know it. <laughs> All right, sorry. Back to episode. <laughs> I just had to say it. Back to episode six. Um, I also really like the boys using their powers. I I specifically almost started crying. <laughs> so. That's how much I care about these characters. It's like, what are we brought to your spies? Which one got you more, Speed or Wiccan? Is that really a question for you? Yes. Wiccan! The blue magic? Oh my god, my heart literally dropped. I was like, oh my god, it's happening! It's and their happening. costumes. Oh my god, Zachary, I was having a field day. And nobody else was. Tim didn't know what I was talking about. Mom obviously didn't know what I was talking about. So I'm sitting there having a field day on the couch, smiling ear to ear, freaking out about every little detail. I love it so much. So that's the point. Um, I also liked, obviously, Wanda being in her costume. And also her saying that was um, something from Sokovia, so maybe the headdress will be coming forward with her costume as well, her new costume that we do know she gets because of the posters and stuff. I If she doesn't have the headdress, I swear, a lot of people are going to be mad. It shapes her face so well. It looks so nice. And her with her glowing eyes in it. Oh my god, that did so wonders for me. So many wonders. Um. Also, can we talk about the commercial for this one? Was this the dead child? Yeah, it was a shark. It was Yo Magic. Which now what? makes a lot more sense. <laughs> Which there's a lot of undertones to that anyways. Um, also, all the reference to them being demon spawns. And that they're this is a hell dimension. And, like, I mean, they were so heavy on it. But I was like, I love it. You do it. With if there. still don't believe it's Mephisto, I'm like, you really are just like, they can't do it. They won't do it. They're gonna do it. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. And this is like full spoilers, and so I do want a preference. I can't. We're not doing anything to block it. But if you've never read the comics, that children are only born one way, and every iteration of the children being born is only in one way. If they I mean, change the most, it, yeah. I mean, the most iconic shot of any Marvel comic is looking at this person with two children in his arms. I mean, it's just 
you don't it's so hard not to think of it when you come to that matter by the way if they do that if we see the kids as this person's arms jacob you and i together might hear each other scream (laughs) at three in the morning i have a theory Oh, Jacob, I have the theories upon theories, but I know Marvel. They're all going to get debunked. <laughs> I have a theory. We're all talking about, now this has nothing to do with episode 6 and or 7. There's something, Spider-Man's filming right now, if you guys did not know. Spider-Man is the sequel to WandaVision, and so forth and so forth. It's connected. Mm-hmm. So, everybody's looking Obviously. for Easter eggs. Easter eggs that might not be a thing yet for WandaVision, but be going forward because obviously the story takes place after WandaVision. One of those Easter eggs that was spot on a billboard, yes, a billboard, what an idiot, put it so high up, was no more children was being broadcasted. So, can I say something here real quick? Sure. I brought this up to you about a month ago. That's great, but here we are today with me, more important. <laughs> I, 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 you know, what happens if her final lines are no more children? Oh, and let me guess. She's going to say no more children. And like I told you, she's going to evaporate all the kids. You mean that? That's fucking dark. That's like real fucking dark. So to go on with your theory. Is her name? No, no. To add on to your theory, what I, what I think is going to happen is that she's going to say no more children and Doctor Strange is going to have to go on a quest in the multiverse to find her while she's looking for her kids. And the whole goal is to bring her kids back to her and in turn returning the children to the world. That's what I think Doctor Strange is going to be about. Because it's Sam Raimi and he'll go that nuts. I don't know. Just a, just a thought. It could be nothing. Truly, it could it, be nothing. It nothing. could just be a nice Easter egg or whatever. Who knows? That's why you just. That's why fun or, things about you know, theory. A lot, a lot of children go missing in New York, so it would be a shocker to have that kind of billboard going. Help! I mean, that's all true. <laughs> <laughs> Both things are not wrong. Okay, back to all the spectacular. I liked Vision breaking through the portal, and I liked how it was sucking him back, killing him. I like the, the visual immense- effects in the show are so good. And then, okay, we also have, um, I thought that was phenomenal, that whole sequence was phenomenal. Tommy being, um, being able to hear thoughts. This is, uh, it's only been in two iterations of Tommy ever before that he is a telepath. It's not, never been done before. Um, it does make him more powerful than his mother, though, officially, he'll be the most powerful person in the MCU up there with Kara Danvers. She's not going anywhere, so, you know, she'll be there too. (laughs) <laughs> but let me ask you a question though they are they they are making tommy like up there could we lose somebody in this show that could take it that 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 could ultimately take her place as the next big level character in the mcu wanda doesn't only survive but that but but then this brings in the thing though why is she in Doctor Strange then? I, I mean, she might not survive the, the whole story. She'll probably survive this. I have a strong feeling she'll survive this. She's going to be a wreck. She's going to be a horrible wreck. Okay? As as one should be. In, in her defense. I mean, I'm not judging her. Okay? And then, you know, I also love the scene where she pushed out the force field 
and all the agents turned into clowns. I'm just like, yeah, you're right. The government, real, real good there. Disney. Also, we haven't been talking about the great scene between uh, when Pietro says, "It's not like you can't kill your dead husband twice," and she just, pew. she's like, "Oh, bitch, no, okay, I'm sorry. That was that. That's it." Can I also that's say a step too far? That is the only other like action scene we've had this entire show. The only other one being when she pushes Monica through the wall. That's how good this show is. It's not relying on action at all. They're saving. Oh yeah, they are. Oh, oh, it's gonna be phenomenal. Oh, I cannot wait. It's gonna be a beautiful, beautiful thing. And what happens if her children get in on it as well on the action? Oh my god, I think my heart will explode. I don't think okay. I'll be able to make it through my vision. So, now we're on 7. We talked about the thing. So we can talk about 7 now. I want to talk about 7 in full detail. Like, I don't care. We now know that Agnes is called Agatha. We know oh, this is Agatha Harkness. Darcy Heart- got brought into the, the world as well. That was also an important note. I liked all what? the interactions, but Darcy got pulled into... Oh, yeah. You know? I liked all the interactions that, that episode. I thought that was the first episode where it was nicely spaced between what was going Going on in the hex and out the hex. Going on inside WandaVision. And that was the first one. Yeah. I like the boat. Sorry. I thought that was important. But, but um, so this one is the freshest on my mind, along with you, because you literally just watched it yesterday. Um, but I, I cannot stop thinking about this. So uh, if you're a comics nerd, you know that uh, Agatha Harkness, which, by the way, if you were a Marvel fan, you've known from the beginning that she is Agatha Harkness because if you look at her name, Agnes, Agatha Harkness, you just—it's it, just been clear. They just hit it very well, and um, you also know that she has a son named Nicholas Scratch. Uh, yeah. Now, her, now, in, in the show, they mentioned that you know her son's gone. Like you know, she she looked at one and went, "You can bring him back to life," and I'm like, "There's a key with that. There's something important to that." I think that Pietro. The Evan Peters we're looking at is actually Nicholas Scratch. She gave really him this. Hope not. Why? It would make perfect sense. No, I really hope not. I want Evan Peters to be Nightmare. I just like no, it better. I think they're going to unleash Nightmare from the dark from, from the book. I don't think it's Mephisto. I think everybody's been wrong about Mephisto. I think it's Nightmare. No, I want Evan Peters to be Nightmare. I want Mephisto. Now, here's the thing. Mephisto. So what, the bunny is Nicholas Scratch? Um, the bunny could be her husband if we're being honest. Well, well, he's called Senior Scratchy, but yeah, and so Nick, it could be the bunny. She could have, she could have, she could have. She's like, oh, you're gonna be a bunny now, you know. Um, but I don't know. I I do think Mufiso should show up. One because he's supposed to be the big bad in Doctor Strange two. That's been that was confirmed like eight months ago. No, we we be. we haven't known who the big bad is in Doctor yeah, Strange yeah, two yeah. yet. You no, know, no, it was it was confirmed like eight months ago. It's okay. You, I just don't think you pay attention to every. That's okay. I do. I do. It's. A, I got the news. I got the knowledge. Just like Evan Peters supposed to be in the TV show. Everybody's like, oh my god, it's Evan Peters. I'm just like, did no one pay attention to like Deadline when they were like Evan Peters is in WandaVision? No one. Literally, no one talks about it. Okay, that's cool. It's cool. I'm over here just by myself in the corner. Um, but I think, you know, I think it should be Mephisto. And then I just like the idea of Nightmare. It doesn't have to be. I think a lot of people would be really mad if they brought Evan Peters in to play such a throwaway character and him not to have a bigger role in the MCU since they're not making him an X-Men character. So, to make him just like the henchman. 
Nicholas Scratch is not a henchman. No, in a TV show, that's what they're making it seem like. He's just like the henchman for, for Snooper's going to snoop. I know. I had no idea there was an incredible sequence, by the way. And so I started watching breakdowns, and I was like, oh, there's one. Let's go watch that. Then I watched it. So, yeah. Um. Now, here's where I brought in the four, the number four when it comes to the villains. I think Hayward, go with me here. I think Hayward is a is Ultron. I think uh, Hayward's body is a robot, a synthetic robot that Ultron has been putting together. He got his way in the sword, Project Cataract, when actually, is, if you look at it, it's called, it's for Vision. Why does Hayward want Vision's body so much? He wants his perfect body back. He wants what he was supposed to be and what he wasn't in Age of Ultron. He wants his body back. So I either think Hayward is Ultron or Hayward is working for Ultron and Ultron is in the is in the servers for um, S.W.O.R.D. He's been there working with Hayward to get the body back. And they're going to work together and then Ultron ultimately will betray Hayward and take back his body. That's what I think is going to happen. It's the power, it's the science and magic part of the show. And so I think that uh, Hayward is in some way connected to Ultron in some way, shape, or form. That's what I think is going to happen. It's a crazy thing to think, but we never actually saw Ultron die in Age of Ultron. We saw Vision, you know, do the do the light thing with his head, but it went bright, so we never saw him die. Because as you know. From Age of Ultron, Ultron can manifest himself in different bodies. Yes, we saw Wanda take her heart out of Ultron Prime, but Ultron also talked to Vision again on that peak together. So we never actually saw him die. So I think it'd be cool if Ultron showed back up. I think it'd be a way to bring that story for a full circle as well, to see the son kill the father in a really weird way again. I think it'd be cool. I okay. I I'm not gonna lie to you. I do agree with you that Ultron is a part of this somehow. Um, I don't know if it's actually Ultron or the idea of Ultron or whatever. One, they can't keep recommending it to me unless it's important. I see you, Disney Plus. I see what you're doing. Then also, you know, they also have mentioned Ultron quite a, a bit throughout the, throughout the TV show. Um, obviously that's a very, it's a very important moment for Wanda herself, you know, and the character of Vision Wanda. It makes a lot of sense that it's being referenced a lot, but everybody knows the play of threes. If you mention something three times, normally that means it's coming true. So I'm not, not saying. What if Agatha and Hayward are working together and Agatha's whole goal is to get Ultron back? The power of science and magic together. What 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 is what if that's the complete misdirect? What if the entire like time it. it's it's been to get Wanda and Vision together just to separate them again? I don't like that's it. been the whole thing. It like makes it. wow, that actually makes a lot of sense. I don't like it. Actually, I Hayward Hayward letting Wanda go in to get the body. Agatha bringing Wanda and the body to Westview, bringing them together just to split them apart again in a very dramatic and dark fashion. That makes a lot of sense, nah, actually. I don't like it. But, by the way, um, in this episode also, um, it's Modern Family. 
I personally enjoyed a lot of the testimonies in this one. I thought they were quite funny. I laughed pretty hard. You know, it's average for you to wake up and move the the walls of your pretend neighborhood. You know, that's just that's just normal, right? <laughs> right? I think um, Olsen's acting here was particularly amazing. I also liked Monica Rambo getting her superpowers. Dude, that scene. So good. They did such a phenomenal uh, job. Also, two times. Superhero landing. I know. Great. I like the blue. I like how her eyes. I, I like all of it. I'm very excited to see what they do so with it did, and how they so do did, their goals. Did, did this confirm that she's going to be Spectrum and not Photon because of the way her eyes worked? Um. Well, here... My, she has several different aliases, so it could be either or. I don't really think it... Her power set normally not, doesn't change that very often. Um, when mm. she becomes a superhero, her name just ends up changing, like, a lot. I think Carol's going to react to this. Well, see, I don't think they're on really good terms. You know, because obviously, also with Carol... Now, to Marvel spoilers! You know, actually it's not. It's more like fan spoilers, so it's up to you if you believe it's canon or not. A lot of people do believe that Kath- Carol and um, her mom was her mom. Maria. Maria, thank you, thank you. Were in a relationship, like they were more than friends. You know that they were doing it in the back room. You know what I mean? Like lesbian. They were lesbian. Okay, I just wasn't wasn't sure. <laughs> and doing so... it in the back room. <laughs> Taylor's just sitting there going, "Oi, what's going on back there?" Me and my scroll friends want to know what's going on back there. It's just, no, it's like... <laughs> no, it's just like, that's why the computer's taking so long. <laughs> the secret has already loaded. <laughs> Either way. <laughs> Either way. Um, And so, there could be something dramatic under those lines that maybe they had a very bad outing. Maybe Carol just really got caught up in space, you know? She mm. didn't want to come back. And she wanted to be up there. And, you know, that's obviously very painful for someone one who just found the love of her life again. Possibly. Who knows? They could just be friends. I'm okay with platonic friends as well. They just felt very sexual chemistry in my book during Captain Marvel. Maybe that's just me. Maybe that's just how Brie Larson played it. Could be open to discussion. Hold on. I'm going to die. <coughs> All right. I'm dead. So. Who knows? Um, so I think it's going to be very interesting, I agree, uh, because she is confirmed to be in Captain Marvel 2, um, Ma, Ma Carambo is, which makes sense. Um, so I'm very curious to see that interaction. By the way, I think everyone's setting on Brie Larson to be in Miss Marvel at the end of the year. I don't think it'll be uh, Brie. I think Monica will make an appearance over Brie Larson. I feel like both of them should be in it. Um, I would much prefer... What if that's how they met? What, oh, I met again. That, like, that, again. That, that's how Monica. What, what if Monica comes to help Miss Marvel out, and then and then Carol comes down and goes, "You're different." <laughs> well, I don't know. Well, I guess we'll just have to wait and see because every time they mention Carol, mm-hmm. you know, um, to Monica, she always gets really tense. She gets really mad. Um, she wants to change the subject every single time. So there was something there. There was a fallout that we're aware of. You know. Um, the, maybe her uh, mom got sick and she didn't want to. She didn't want to be there for it. Maybe she left when everything got really tough. Who knows what the reason is? But I do find it very interesting that it's Carol's voice that brings her back together. Back and 
makes her solid again. Um, Which is- now the other thing I want to bring up, uh, every, everyone, and you know, we're all nerds here, and you know, we have to, you know, fully expect with that. Um, the whole aerospace engineer thing that happened, you know, everyone on God's green earth was predicting this, that, or whatever. And we get to uh, the part where Monica and Jimmy meet up with her friend and it's general what her faces. And um, <laughs> I am still being an optimist. That was a misdirect. That wasn't her friend. That wasn't the aerospace engineer that we were told about. I still think there is there, there's a chance because Paul Bettany has come out and said that there is a Luke Skywalker level cameo in this show. It's not Evan. We know it's not Evan Peters because well, no, um, a lot of people are, are speculating that it's actually Aaron Taylor Johnson. I don't think so because Aaron Taylor Johnson and and Paul Bettany worked together on Age of Ultron. It, he said it's someone he's no. never worked with before. When he said it's the the cameo. Now everyone else is predicting. Uh, Al Pacino. Uh, a couple years back, Al Pacino uh, mentioned that he wanted to do an MCU project. And, you know, Kevin Feige, I guarantee you, went, hmm, one of the greatest, one of the greatest actors of all time wants to be part of my universe. We'll find somewhere to put you. So everyone's thinking that if Mephisto's in the show, that, uh, that Al Pacino will be playing Mephisto. And I'm like, that'd be an interesting take on the character. Say hello to all my dead friends. I think that'd be kind of funny. Not gonna lie, <laughs> um, but um, we da- we still know the the, the the cameo hasn't happened yet. Um, it could be uh, Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange. They didn't work together at all between Infinity War and Endgame, so it could be Doctor Strange showing up to help fight Mephisto and that leaning into Doctor Strange too. Who knows? Um, I don't know. I don't know who it could be, um, but I don't think it was her. Maybe the actor is the person playing Mephisto. Yeah, it's got to be because if it's not, then maybe it's not. I don't. Here's the problem because this is the direct quote. I had to go look it up, obviously, because Zachary is making some assumptions over there, and I'm not one to 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 go directly from. And I was right with a little bit with the quote. He hasn't worked with the person before. So, the truth is, it's all the characters that were, I'm reading, this is what he said when asked the question. The truth is, all the characters that we're trying to keep secret, a lot of them got out through the weeks. There's one character that's not been revealed. It's very exciting. It's an actor I've longed to work with all my life, and we've had amazing scenes together. And the chemistry between us is extraordinary. And there were a few fireworks on set. So this is a character that's directly being involved with Vision. Mm-hmm. So that brings up a lot of questions because who knows? Well, because my well, my thing here is I feel like if Mephisto when Mephisto shows up, Vision's going to be dead. Yeah. Well, we so don't know. They, I, I mean, we don't know. I, that's my assumption because Mephisto could pop up in the town of Westview. I'm not not denying that there could be a chance, but we all kind of thought that the big final battle which has been rumored for a very long time between Agatha Hartgrave and Wanda. That's who the people Hartgrave? Or Hartness, sorry. Wrong person. Um, that they were supposed to be the ones battling between one another, which is coming to be true. Um, takes place outside of Westview. That's not actually inside the world of Westview. So I do wonder. Also, did you notice that when Wanda went underneath, 
into the basement and through the hole, it changed the ratio yeah. on the screen as if she was outside of Westview. Yeah. That's very fascinating, my friend. Mm-hmm. And I also do agree. I think next week's episode probably is a recap. It's probably an episode explaining some backstories. Which it makes a lot of sense. It, which, which, for from a story perspective, us Marvel fans, we know who Agatha Harkness is. We know, you know, we know, we, we, we know a little bit of her story. This is just to get everybody up, everybody else up to speed. And as they say, I hope the opening of the episode is "It was Agnes all along." It better be that again. I really hope so. And I, and I Sparky, <laughs> her cackle is so good. It's so good. Oh, uh, all right. Well, that's Wandavision. Uh, we will be back at some point during next week to talk about episode eight. Or the we one, can just wait or... and do them back to back. Again. No. I, I, it depends. And there's something spectacular, you know, also if it's long. If it's mm-hmm. long, we're not waiting. Also, if it's spectacular, we're not waiting. We'll talk about it. And then we'll we'll do a whole finale thing. Then we're going to take a week off. Um, Not from this. But we'll Are you going to watch uh, the making of documentary? I probably will because that's probably going to be where they're going to try to get the most Emmys from. Is this is the reasons why you know? Um, so I'd be curious. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm saying it. I'm saying it right now. Wandavision next year will be nominated for best uh, uh, best drama, and I think Elizabeth Olsen and uh, Bettany will be nominated for actor and supporting, and so will. Um, I hear the only chance it has. Well, it'd be actor and then actress, and then um, uh, okay, if they wanted to, they could nominate um, what's her face, Catherine Hahn, Catherine Hahn for supporting. My only issue, I would say, with the Emmys and Wandavision is that Wandavision, as it goes on, is turning more into a superhero TV show, which is what it is. Mandalorian got nominated twice for best drama, and it's as crazy as this is getting. It's a- do you really think the I, I don't know. Star I, Wars over Marvel? Be do you really think the Emmys yeah, would choose I Star do. Wars over Marvel? They really hate superheroes, Zachary. Like they like really hate superheroes. So yes, I do. I I do. Star it's Wars not. is about superheroes. It's about guys with laser swords fighting but on a Star planet. Star Wars was the only big category that Star Wars was ever nominated in was in the main category, and that is just for best drama. And every time it got nominated, we all think to ourselves, oh, it probably won't win, but it's cool that it got nominated. With WandaVision... It's got legit know, shot at winning. It has a legit, because they did so much to make it seem like more like a... a not so mainstream to make it seem much more Emmy-fit, in my opinion. The, the sitcoms, you know, that type of thing, it seems very Emmy-like. But and, and I don't really hate superheroes. And I don't think it'll be nominated for series. Actually, I don't think it's getting a season two. I think that I don't think it'll get nominated for miniseries. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, no, it is a miniseries. It's not getting a season two. There's no point. These are never none of these TV shows we're about to talk about. Just for, wait. For, Kevin Feige goes season two announcement for WandaVision. I'm like, where are you gonna go? <laughs> What's gonna happen? Vision is dead. Wanda is gone. What is happening? It comes out two weeks later. WandaVision coming back in 2021. <laughs> anyway, anyway, it's not happening. It's it's yeah. one season. All these things are one season. I literally, the only thing I can think of not being one season is if they're like if new like Young Avengers is on here, and then Young Avengers could multiply into 
you know, Hawkeye could technically go for Hawkeye, Miss Marvel, She Hulk. That's what I mean. Technically go for more seasons. Well, She Hulk, I don't think so. I think She Hulk is trying to be set up to be the new Hulk, and so there could be a chance that she'll get moved over to like the bigger platform. They just can't make a movie. Moon Knight, possibly, yeah. Moon, I, I, such a weird character to bring in already. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm just saying, Moon Knight. It has speaking a fan of, base, but it's just speaking of crazy. All things right, we've Zachary watched. said that I'm gonna be shocked. So, shock me, boy. Listen, so I don't know how this happened, but two nights ago. Um, I was on, well, God, what was I doing? Oh, um, I watched the, um, so in, in basis, I'm, I'm just trying to push around it, but I have been on what I've dubbed the Muppet craze for the past two days. Um, hear me out. I watched, first off, I watched the first episode of the Muppet show on Disney plus because all the five seasons were put on. That is one of the most genuinely funny shows I've ever seen. It's funny. It's full of heart. There's some great running gags. If you've seen the first episode, you know what I'm talking about. It's funny. So I was like, wow, that was actually really good. Have I been sleeping on the Muppets? Apparently I have. Because in the past two days, I've watched Muppet Treasure Island, the original classic Muppet movie, The Great Caper, and tonight, before I lay down, I am watching the 2011 reboot of The Muppets. <laughs> um, <laughs> the the movie with um, with uh, with uh, Amy Adams yep. and yep, yeah, the, yeah, Patrick Harris. I'm watching it tonight. Yeah, yeah. I it is some of the funniest stuff I've ever seen. And also, by the way, I'm just exactly. Uh, Huh. What does Kermit Frog's finger smell like? I don't know. Can I answer that question? Bacon. Shush. Um, it the the original Muppet film has one of the darkest scenes in a Disney movie I've ever seen. So they're in this town and they're facing by the way, the entire basis of the Muppet movie, just to let you all know. Kermit the Frog is running away from this guy who wants to make him the promotional stand piece for his, and I quote, Kentucky Fried Frog Legs. And he wants Kermit the Frog to be the spokesman <laughs> for Kentucky Fried Frog Legs. I'm not kidding. That's the entire basis of the movie. He wants to be a Hollywood star, and he's being chased by this guy who wants to make him the spokesman for Kentucky Fried Frog Legs. Anyway, <laughs> we get to this old western town, and um, it's this old town. No one's there except for Beaker and his friend, the scientist. And they have these things called extending pills. It makes you taller. And next to them, they have a four foot. <laughs> I'm not. They have a four foot prune. And that's kind of like the setup for a really funny joke. And they, um, so Kermit goes outside to confront this guy. And he's like, don't you have dreams? Don't you have aspirations? What's the point of killing all these frogs? I mean, don't you have a better life out there with friends and family? Because I've made a friend and family thing right here. So if you're going to do it, kill me. Kermit looked at the guy and said, kill me if you're going to do it. And the guy sat there for like a couple seconds, pondered life, and went, kill them anyway. And I'm like, well, that's happening. 
But then all of a sudden, Animal, the guy who beats the drums, takes like a, a, at least 13 of these extending pills, rises up from the rooftops with a giant head, and screams as loud as he can, and scares them away. <laughs> Big Bird shows up. <laughs> He's hitchhiking down the road, and Fozzie and Kermit stop by, and they go, "Hey, buddy, you want some help?" He's like, "Nah, I'm going to New York to become a great TV star." And Fozzie and Kermit look at him, and go, "Well, good luck with that." And they just go on their merry way. <laughs> and they break the fourth wall so much in this movie. There's a scene where they go to a church, and the band's playing inside a church because they're gonna make it into a, and I quote, herbal coffee joint, and. Uh, cough and uh, the band's like, so how'd you guys end up here? And Fozzie goes on to explain it to him, and Kermit goes, you're going to waste time in the film. Don't do that. Just give them the script. They go out, hand the band the script, and the band proceeds to read the film up to the point that they go to, and they're like, huh, what an interesting film. And at the end of the movie, they go to a desert, and they're like, how'd you guys find us? Oh, it was on the script you guys left for us. It was there on the page where it said, insert desert here. I'm like, ah! <laughs> it was the craziest movie I've ever seen. <laughs> but it was so good. <laughs> and then, oh, the, little cuckoo for oh, cuckoo. No, Here's the best part. You know what I watched after all this? Mortal Kombat Scorpion's Revenge. A polar opposite film. <laughs> Which was also very dark and disturbing. So, <laughs> Jacob, that's what I've been doing for two days. I've been watching Mortal Kombat when videos I and watching Kermit the Frog sing songs about Rainbow Connections. Well, I, I, uh, I watched uh, New Mutants. I watched Punisher. I watched Tenet. Um, I think that I think that's it. Nothing too great on my my standpoint, but that's okay. I had a great time. Okay. <laughs> um. So we're gonna move over to movie commentaries. <laughs> it was a lot to handle. So, and for movie commentaries, I'm gonna run through some some speculative dates and stuff. Uh. Movie commentaries is something we do every month. We try to do at least three, sometimes upwards of five, two, instead of four, whatever. Um, and for movie commentaries, next month it's it's it's, it's going to be a lot. Uh, so mm-hmm. we're, we're going to go through. On Tuesday, um, actually, I don't. On the twenty third of February, could have been after this goes up or before. Who knows? I'm not sure when I'm posting the specific podcast. We're watching Malcolm Marie, so that'll be up on the channel in case you missed it. Next week, which is March 1st to the 6th, we're going to be watching Suicide Squad under Zachary Dismay. Then, uh, the extended cut, by the way, for anybody who's curious. On the 7th through the 13th, we're going to be watching the Justice League under both of our dismay. (laughs) On Thursday, March 18th, we're going to be watching at 2 a.m. in the morning. So get your snacks. Justice League Snyder cut. Um, so um, yeah. yeah. On the twenty first, 
the 27th, we have yet to pick a movie. It could be a, camp, a family movie. It could be a fun movie. We're not really sure. It could be Raya. If we really like Raya and we wanted to watch it again, you know, if we got through Disney Plus, I'm not sure if we we're going to or not. You know, that type of thing. It could be that. It could be Tom and Jerry. We were just joking about that. Uh, it's free. <laughs> we don't know. And it's free. We don't know yet. So we'll we'll let you know as the weeks go on what that final week of March is. And then the actual technical final week of March, we already actually have our movie planned. That's going to be the 1st of April. So it's our April Fool's movie. Um, speaking of April, April is going to be an interesting time altogether. So just be prepared for that one. It's a, it's a, it's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Did, you, did you choose on which one did you want to watch? Did, 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 which trailer did you like more? I like the Priest Raptor movie more. I thought so. It's it's pretty ingenious. You're going to laugh really hard. You're also going to be like, well, what the fly did you make me watch this? <laughs> so it's like The Room, you know? Is that what it's called? Is, that, is it The Room? Wait a minute. Jacob Jones, have you never seen The Room? I have seen The Room. I just didn't oh. know if that oh, was what it's called. I was yeah. about to say, fuck the happening. No. We're watching The Room on April Fool's Day. <laughs> no. Yeah, I did not sorry, hit her. It's bullshit. Happen. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi. Hi, Johnny. How's life going? All right. It's exactly. Great, and say the outro so we can move on from this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for watching. We have a podcast. Just a podcast. Uh, I am Jacob. This is Raymond. You kept talking about the room. I just wanted to move on. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about what just occurred. We had like what? Like, 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 rate, subscribe on everything that we do, and you know, podcasts, audio shows, Golden Globes, everything. You know, check our channel out for that kind of stuff. I'm gonna do some audio music because I have no idea what he just did.